You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. It's time for your Fox News commentary. Tommy Lahren. What's on your mind? You've probably seen what is being deemed the Balenciaga BDSM teddy bear ad campaign featuring children holding stuffed animals dressed in bondage and even paperwork from a Supreme Court child porn case. The images are disturbing and caused an internet firestorm over the weekend. The backlash so severe the Fashion House has pulled the campaign and is suing the ad's producers for millions. But silent on all of this are social justice warrior celebrities and Balenciaga brand ambassadors, Bella Hadid, Nicole Kidman, Dua Lipa, and others who, despite fans pleading with them to denounce the campaign, haven't said a word. They care more about the endorsement dollars in their pockets than what is decent, right, and moral. Shame on Balenciaga and shame on all of its ambassadors who lack the basic decency to reject child exploitation. I'm Tommy Laren. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. If you are 65 or older, you know this. Watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is frustrating. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65+. plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. Well, MediShare 65+, plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation, too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years, and it's easy. You can use any Medicare-approved doctor or get 24-7 telehealth access from the comfort of your home. Very worth looking into during Medicare. Medicare open enrollment, which ends December 7th. If you join right now, your second month share will be free. So don't miss this chance. Call 855-PSALM-11. That's 855-PSALM-11. 855-PSALM-11. Football is here and we've teamed up with Restoration One for something that will make any fan yell, who dat? We want to send you and a guest to NOLA for an NFL experience that you'll never forget. It's the ultimate who dat experience. And we're giving you the chance to see New Orleans play up close and personal, live from the plaza level of the Caesars Superdome. Score a pair of tickets to Dome home games, as well as a pair of passes to hang out with DJ Digital at the official VIP tailgate, a fully catered pregame party put on by Bullseye Event Group, with free food and an open bar on the rooftop patio of Benson Tower overlooking Champion Square. And thanks to our friends at Legends Bar and Grill, even when the black and gold are playing on the road, you can still celebrate black and gold style at home with a Legends tailgate prize pack. Beat the squad with 10 burgers, 10 wraps, and 20 bags of chips. You can enjoy at a Legends location or on the big screen at the house. The weekly deadline to enter will be Thursday at midnight. You only need to enter once per game, but every week will be a new opportunity for you to win. All you need to play is the KPL News app. So download it now and enter to win today. Restoration One is your local business to help with any water, fire, and mold damage. Call 337-RESTORE. That's 337-RESTORE to get your property back to its full glory. Looking for uncommon talent? 
Meet the grads of life. They're not the typical candidates you're used to, but they're exactly who your company needs. An ideal fit for entry-level positions, internships, and even mentorships. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn more. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. He calls himself a proud pro-labor president. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. So President Biden says he was reluctant to do what he's done. Call on Congress to pass a bill to avert a railroad strike next week. Legislation that would force the approval of a tentative contract agreement reached in September that some rail unions have since rejected. A rail traffic stoppage could actually freeze almost 30% of U.S. cargo shipments by weight, uh, stoke inflation, and cost the American economy as much as $2 billion per day. Fox's Kevin Cork, a strike could also affect passenger and commuter rail service. Today, the president will go to Bay City, Michigan. President Biden will likely talk about semiconductor manufacturing through the CHIPS Act, a bipartisan legislation that passed earlier this year. The White House says he'll give remarks at a facility run by SK Siltron, a South Korean company that produces semiconductor wafers. Fox's Ryan Schmelz, a congressman has died. Donald McEachin, a Democrat from Virginia who was just re-elected earlier this month, but the 61-year-old had been battling colorectal cancer since 2013. They'll set up a special election to replace McEachin in the next Congress. In Chesapeake, Virginia, last night, you raise me up. a vigil for the six people murdered at a Walmart last week by a supervisor who shot co-workers in the break room, wounding six others, then killing himself. The border remains a big issue for Republicans who blame Biden policies for record surge of migrants coming to the U.S. illegally. And today, at the Supreme Court, one of those policies is an issue. Enforcement discretion has been a tool used by the Biden administration to prioritize removal proceedings for undocumented immigrants in the U.S. who are a threat to national security or public safety. Texas and other Republican-led states are challenging those guidelines, arguing they violate federal law. Fox's Jared Halpern. Mauna Loa keeps shooting lava up to 200 feet in the air on Hawaii's Big Island, but for now, the volcano not threatening communities. America's listening to Fox News. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. It's pro time because at Lowe's, it's Provember. Save big with inventory you can count on, like Flex products or DeWalt power tools starting at just $99. Plus, Lowe's MVPs members earn up to three times bonus points per dollar on select items. Save all Provember long. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. MVPs Pro Rewards Program terms and restrictions apply. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. Prices valid from 10-17-22 to 2-3-23 or until supplies last. In prison for life without parole. That's the sentence for Peyton Gendron he'll face in New York after the 19-year-old pleaded guilty to murder and hate and terror charges for targeting black people in a supermarket shooting spree in May that left 10 people dead. No individual in the history of the state of New York has been found guilty of that domestic terrorism charge motivated by hate until today. And he pled guilty to that highest charge today. Erie County DA John Flynn Gendron still faces 
federal hate crimes charges that could get him the death penalty. There's an execution set for today in another state. Missouri death row inmate Kevin Johnson is scheduled to receive a lethal injection this evening. He was convicted of the murder of a suburban St. Louis police officer in 2005. He does not deny his guilt, but Johnson's attorney and a special prosecutor claim there was racial bias in his sentencing and say he wouldn't be on death row if he was white. The Missouri Supreme Court rejected that argument late yesterday and refused to block the execution. An appeal has been made to the U.S. Supreme Court. Jack Callahan, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures up slightly the day after a sell-off. On Monday Night Football, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Indianapolis Colts 24-17. Indy's offense finally came alive in the third quarter with a touchdown run by Jonathan Taylor and a TD pass from Matt Ryan to Michael Pittman Jr. to take a 17-16 lead. The Steelers answered with a Benny Snell rushing score, followed by a successful two-point conversion to regain the lead, and the Pittsburgh defense stopped the Colts on a fourth down with under a minute left to seal the win. With the victory, the Steelers approved a four and seven on the season, while the Colts dropped a four, seven, and one on the year. I'm Eric Messer Smith, Fox News. At Soccer's World Cup, the U.S. plays Iran later today, and the American team has to win. A loss or a draw, and we're eliminated. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. How can you help a child in need during the holiday season? Roses Angels. Here at News Talk 96.5 KPL. We are teaming up once again with Robin McMillan of McMillan's Pub to gather gifts for kids in Acadiana who otherwise wouldn't be getting a gift this year. Robin helps to get presents for kids in lots of different groups throughout Acadiana. Boys and Girls Clubs of Acadiana, Casa, Arch, Smile. Other requests come in. Hundreds of children need help. Robin, through Rose's Angels, is asking for help, and we would be humbled by what you could do. If you'd like to adopt a child, all you have to do is call Robin's number, 337-781-7069. That's 337-781-7069. That's 337-781-7069 to become one of Rose's Angels. It's an easy process. Thank you so much from all of us at News Talk 96.5 APEL. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. For Cape Hill News, I'm Brandon Como. There's a strong possibility for severe weather today. Whitney Thomas spoke with state climatologist Barry Kime. Warm and cold air has the potential to produce damaging winds. Time says a clash of warm and cold air has the potential to produce damaging winds, heavy rainfall, hail, and the potential for tornadoes. Together, these weather systems, they're going to destabilize our atmosphere, and it's going to bring us rain and severe weather. He says the National Weather Service puts the greatest risk of severe weather in northeast Louisiana. It's very likely we're going to see some tornadic activity. So, uh, you know, th this is something we need to be watching very, very closely. Governor Edwards is encouraging everyone to keep trace of these storms and head the advice of local weather experts. I'm Whitney Thomas. Covington police have made an arrest in a gruesome double homicide in which the victims were reportedly burned beyond recognition. Donde Tyson has been charged with multiple crimes in the case, including first-degree murder and second-degree kidnapping. Lafayette Christian Academy was placed on hard lockdown for a short time yesterday while police worked an armed robbery at nearby Moore Park. Rashid Cosby is alleged to have approached a woman with a rifle in his hand and demanding money. Cosby is facing armed robbery and other charges in connection with the case. 
Opelousas Councilman Floyd Ford has ended his bid for re-election to his seat on that board as a hearing was about to get underway concerning Floyd's ability to run after complaints of voter fraud and residency requirements were brought by the DA's office. He abruptly resigned from the council and withdrew from the race. Plaquemines Police Chief Kenny Payne pleaded no contest to two of five criminal charges yesterday. District Attorney Tony Clayton has more on the case. Uh, we are a nation of laws and not of men. Payne pled no contest to two of the five counts of malfeasance against him Monday, meaning he admitted to the facts of the case, but not his actual guilt. As part of the plea agreement, he admitted to asking one woman for sex in exchange for dismissing charges against her boyfriend and to asking the sheriff to cover up the investigation against him. Payne received a three-year suspended sentence. Three years in jail, suspended in lieu of resigning effectively immediately. Payne resigned Monday and Clayton said the case shows that nobody is above the law. Nobody is absolved from it. The law looks high and it looks low. I'm Case Kieschnick. St. Tammany Parish deputies say two girls who went missing yesterday afternoon along with their dog have been located. The girls aged seven and four along with their golden retriever were found late yesterday and reported to be in good condition. Well, days after he was reelected, Senator John Kennedy announced he was highly considering a run for governor in 2023. But when should we expect an official announcement? University of Louisiana Monroe political science professor Dr. Joshua Stockley says because Kennedy has plenty of campaign funds, he could take his time. But realistically, he should announce as soon as possible if he is interested in running for governor. While there are a handful of Republicans who've stated publicly but not in official terms they'd like to run for governor, Stockley says they are not the only ones awaiting Kennedy's decision. But you have a whole host of other Republicans that are wanting to know who to endorse, who to write their check to, who to start campaigning for. Stockley believes Kennedy is seriously considering a run for the state's highest office. And because Democrats will have control of the Senate, the hardline Republican can do more in state versus D.C. And I have no doubt that he probably thinks he could accomplish more for the state by serving the state as governor as opposed to senator. Stockley says the sooner Kennedy makes his intentions known, the better for the state GOP and other potential candidates. So far, Jeff Landry is the only one to make his announcement, and he's already received the state party's endorsement. The Louisiana Department of Health is urging Louisiana residents to get health screenings to determine if they are pre-diabetic or have diabetes due to the effects it has over the state. Diagnosed treatments cost about $5.7 billion each year, while affecting 14% of Louisiana residents, making it 10.6% higher than the national average. Director of Well Ahead Louisiana, Melissa Martin, says adults over a certain age should be more mindful of the risk of diabetes. Anyone between the age of 35 and 70 years old who have overweight or obesity really should find out what their risk is for developing prediabetes or diabetes. In 2017, the American Diabetes Association estimated about one in three Louisiana residents are pre-diabetic with blood sugar levels higher than normal. Martin says residents who find out they're at risk have access to resources as well ahead. Louisiana partners with six community sites across the state. Well Ahead Louisiana is trying to encourage those organizations to share resources around prevention and really create environments that make the healthy choice the easier choice. Diabetes is a largely preventable condition. Martin says residents can simply visit wellaheadla.com or an LDH website called 
Now's the time. Take a risk test. It's a self-assessment that just identifies some common risk factors related to your your weight, and it helps you learn if there's something that you should probably go talk to your doctor about. Heading back here to more local news, Eunice police investigating why shots were fired into a home on Acadia Street late Monday and who fired them. Eunice PD says they were called to the scene about 9 p.m. last night. Police are still processing the scene and evidence. If you have tips, call Eunice PD or St. Landry Crime Stoppers. You can remain anonymous. Dusan Police Chief Kip Judice is putting out a warning for residents in that community to be cognizant of increased wildlife activity in and around town. Judy said a teenage girl reported seeing a coyote while walking her horse in a field last week. Judy says there have also been reports of chickens, cats, and other small animals killed or injured by what appears to be a wild animal attack. Those who carry a permit to carry a concealed weapon in Louisiana can now include that permit in the L.A. wallet on your digital services or digital devices. The app allows you to securely store your driver's hunting and fishing licenses vaccination status, as well as other information. You can find out more by visiting lawallet.com. No big winner in Monday night's Powerball drawing. That jackpot will jump to an estimated $65 million on Wednesday. Meanwhile, tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is estimated to be $305 million. If you win and take the cash prize, you'll get $158 million and some change before Uncle Sam takes his cut. The Singing Christmas Tree, a popular holiday presentation of First Baptist Church in Lafayette, has announced its performance schedule. Performances have been scheduled for December 9th through the 12th. Admission is free. For performance times and other details, visit fbclaf.org forward slash tree. The New Orleans Saints fell to 4-8 and eight on the season after a 13 to nothing loss in San Francisco. The defense showcased impressive red zone defense, and the offense was able to move the ball well, but had two trips inside the five-yard line, resulting in zero points. Head coach Dennis Allen says the team was successful in creating opportunities but couldn't capitalize against a good team. Look, you're not going to beat a good team um, making those types of mistakes. You're not going to beat a good team when you when you have opportunities and you don't take advantage of those opportunities. And, and that's really, at the end of the day, that, that level of expectation has to increase. The Saints are last in the NFC South, but are only one game behind the five and six division favorite Buccaneers. With five games left in the season, three of which are against NFC South opponents, the Saints are still in the hunt for an NFC South title. Allen says the focus needs to stay on getting ready for Tampa Bay Monday night. Well, I don't think we can pay attention to the standings too much. I think we got to worry about, you know, offense, defense, kicking game, getting ready to, to play Tampa, a team that we, we know we know pretty well. So I think that's where the focus has to be. Football is here, and we've teamed up with Restoration One for something that will make any fan yell, who dat? We want to send you and a guest to NOLA for an NFL experience that you'll never forget. It's the ultimate who dat experience. We're giving you the chance to see New Orleans play up close and personal live from the plaza level of the Caesars Superdome. Score a pair of tickets to Dome home games as well as a pair of passes 
to hang out with DJ Digital at the official VIP tailgate, a fully catered pregame party put on by Bullseye Event Group, with free food and an open bar on the rooftop patio of Benson Tower overlooking Champion Square. And thanks to our friends at Legends Bar and Grill, even when the black and gold are playing on the road, you can still celebrate black and gold style at home with a Legends tailgate prize pack. Beat the squad with 10 burgers, 10 wraps, and 20 bags of chips. You can enjoy at a Legends location or on the big screen at the house. The weekly deadline to enter will be Thursday at midnight. You only need to enter once per game, but every week will be a new opportunity for you to win. All you need to play is the KPL News app. So download it now and enter to win today. Restoration One is your local business to help with any water, fire, and mold damage. Call 337-RESTORE. That's 337-RESTORE to get your property back to its full glory. Showers and storms on a scattered basis across Acadiana today. Isolated threat for a few stronger storms, but actually that severe weather risk much greater as you get across the northern parts of the state and into Mississippi a little bit later on this afternoon and into this evening. We'll get up to near 80 for that high today. Rain chance is sticking with us through this evening, but then we'll start to dry things out. And we're going to be turning much cooler as we head into Wednesday. High temperatures returning to the 60s. Overnight lows Wednesday night into Thursday morning, upper 30s to lower. Or 40s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. This Cyber Week, they have the perfect gift for every solver on your list from names like Milwaukee to Walden North Star. Northern Tool and Equipment, made for gift giving. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, looking at what's happening on the roadways right now. Fortunately, there are no crashes, no breakdowns to report, but school zones will start in about 20, 30 minutes. So please be mindful of that. Flash Radio. Good morning, Acadiana. Welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. Brandon Como here with you as one half of the Killer Bees is in this morning. Bernie is on vacation for the next few days. She will be back on Monday. Got some great, great uh, people that are going to be doing the show with me over these next few days. And the first one sitting across from me right now, Mark Pope. Brandon, studio. good morning, sir. Good morning. Thank you for uh, waking up early this morning. Uh, as always, it's a hoot. I'm an early bird to begin with, <laughs> so it, it's uh, no big deal. How you liking the uh, cool weather this morning? 51 uh, it, degrees right it, now? Yeah, it's okay. And you know uh -huh. what? I went out and got my umbrella because yeah. you never know. I think it's well, hitting miss rain. Well, I mean, I, I we've think. got some strong storm possible as we go through the day, especially into tonight. Yeah. Rain chances get up to 70% as we get into tonight. I think some other parts of the state in the north are going to feel it more, much more than we are. Yeah, that yeah. that colored area, the whatever the red, yeah, uh, high hazard or whatever yeah. high probability of of the storms is up there in North Louisiana. I think right. up in the northeast sector. Yeah, and so, but we've got a chance. I think they said possibility of rain starting at about ten a.m. But you never know. And uh, look, it, it's. I enjoy the cool weather. What yeah. I do not like mm -hmm. is the trifecta, meaning meaning cold, windy, oh, gosh. and rain. Oh, it's awful. That that's the, that's the worst. Yeah. I can deal with it, but uh, 
in any way, that's the <laughs> least part that I like about winter. Yeah. Other uh, overall, though, I do like winter. I do enjoy as uh, as our friend Big D, oh, yeah. our custodian around yeah. here, says. Man, layer up, layer up. <laughs> you you worried about cold? Say so you don't like the cold. Layer up, and if you get warm, you're inside, or it heats up with the sun. Uh-huh. Peel off those layers. So, uh, do you do you when it when you get to February though? Do you get tired of the winter? Like you know. It depends year to year. It really depends. Uh, last year, thinking back, it was a it was a great winter. I mean, I I know this that here in Louisiana, uh-huh. uh, the month with the least rain is October, right? And that's not a given that in in reality that it's going to happen year to year. But but on average, when you look back over the years, October the least rain, and then November it kind of increases, and then December. Uh, so on and so forth, and more than just rain, it's um, it's those windy conditions. Right, the wind comes blowing in. So, am I tired of it by February? Was your question? Yeah, depends on the particular year. Last year, in particular, it was a great winter. Yeah, I mean, we had cold, but we had a lot of sunny days, and uh, I was loving it. So. Uh, there have been years when I say, ah, I'm ready for it to end. Let's yeah. get some sunshine. Come on, spring. But what comes with the spring? Yeah, <coughs> yeah, the, <coughs> yeah, the and pollen. Yeah. yeah and so I'll be honest with you, man. I'm kind of fighting a little bit of the winter fatigue, even though we really haven't gotten in the winter yet. Mm-hmm. It's because of the gray skies. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's yeah. the gray skies and it's dark at five o'clock and which, which the, the early dark skies go fantastic with high school football. Mm-hmm. Which, which is great, and I love it, and, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll jump into some high school football at some point today. But you know, it's it's it, it. You know, last night, I mean, I'm on the road, and it's like five thirty, and it's you know pitch dark already, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, okay, the day kind of feels like it's mm-hmm. coming to an end already. You, but the, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree with that totally. And you know, when you said that, Brandon, the uh, SAD said uh-huh. seasonal affective. Disorder, which means emotions. Uh-huh. You know, affective, big fancy word for emotions. <laughs> Seasonal affective disorder. I've 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 had that in yeah. the winter, and so. Uh, but overall, I like. I this is how I look at it. We don't really have four seasons, uh-huh. or if we do, they're very very subtle. Yeah. I think we have two seasons. We really? either have hot, yeah. hot and humid. Yeah. Or cold and wet. M- or, or mild, yeah. if you will, with some a bit of cold and wet yeah. thrown in there. I swear, fall just like I don't. It's like I don't know when it begins and ends. It just like you can when it when it happens at the beginning, you feel it and you're excited, but then summer comes back. Yeah, <laughs> and then fall somehow like kind of uh-huh. starts to fall in the fall. Yep. Then before you know it. You're feeling win- winter winter conditions. I know. It's like, wait a minute, where did fall go? I know. Well, it's the weirdest thing. We're throwing out these terms, you know. Sad. Here's another one for you: Indian uh-huh. summer. Yeah. It's October and it's ninety degrees. And that yeah. we've had that, and they, you know, they call it the Indian summer. It's I've ninety never degrees. Heard that term before the yeah. Indian summer. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's just it's been around for quite some time. Okay. Which I think, which means it's unseasonably warm. Oh. For a time when it should be cooler, oh, okay. but anyway, I look it 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 comes with the curveballs of life, the weather. Uh, deal with it. That's why we have jackets in our closet and raincoats, and that's why we have these things called umbrellas. 
So, look, I just deal with it. I'm just happy to be have my feet on the ground yeah. and be above ground, yeah. as it were. And I just kind of, the weather is just kind of incidental to me, although it does affect me from time to time right. uh, emotionally. And ah, I'm sick of the rain, that kind of thing. So yeah. wanted to get your perspective on this, uh, being someone uh, who has run for uh, city office um, before. Mm -hmm. Did you see the story out of Opelousas with the councilman? I did. I think I saw a headline, but, but remind me, please. So basically what happened was uh, Floyd Ford, who has been representing District B in Opelousas, resigned from the city council Monday after a hearing to determine if he qualified for the job due to a change of residence. So the court hearing was to review his ability to run after complaints about voter fraud and residency requirements were brought to the district attorney. So the district attorney came out and said, hey, he lives in, he filed the petition in Opelousas court to remove him from office because he says he doesn't live in the district. And he said that the, that the address that shows up on the Secretary of State's website is different than the actual address where Ford lives. Mm -hmm. So when they were having about to have the hearing, Ford said, I'm done. I'm resigning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't, and I did, I did miss the story. It must be fairly recently. Hopefully it was not next week. I, I kind of pride myself on keeping up with the news, yeah. both local, state, and nationally. But I did miss that story. Uh -huh. I, I don't know how to respond to that. I, I think it's a wise, wise move on Mr. Ford's part because whether intentional or not, the the different addresses yeah. if he wants to run in the future i think he did the noble thing in stepping down and saying uh look i'm 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 done with this i mean as they say the cliche brandon it's uh you it's hard to win when you fight city hall yeah. and that's kind of what he's doing meaning the government you know that that that, that term if you will so i i think he did uh, the right thing but and you, but you know you got you, you know what happened with the mayor perkins situation in shreveport with his residence oh yeah i do recall that one yeah so i mean we're getting some of these stories um happening a bit lately of uh you know you've been through the process and you know you know making sure you cross the t's and dot the i's properly mm -hmm. especially if you're running for office yeah yeah because you never know when that stuff can come back on you. well i'll tell you look I, you know we all have our challenges challenges in life uh -huh. and there are a lot of people out there listening that maybe have two or three you yourself have two young children mm -hmm. and that in itself is you know it's a job i think it's the the most profound job on uh, for we humans it's also here the on most this difficult <laughs> and difficult uh -huh. But the, I tell but, people for me, see, the way that we have it set up, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, for right. the way I have it set up, I work in the mornings and also do some work in the afternoons too, but I, this is my first shift. My second shift is when I go home with the kids because yeah. they're so little right now. Right, yeah. And, and, they, and they need so much as we train them and get them to be more self-sufficient. They still need a lot. Right. So, and that is the harder of the two shifts. It, it, no doubt about it. Right. And yeah. more and the most important. And so it's a juggling act. Yes. And the reason I bring that up is my, my recommendation was everybody should run for office once mm -hmm. because, yes, life can come at you like a rushing river. I understand that. And again, those parents with the young children have an especially difficult challenge in life with juggling everything right. work and the youngsters and bringing in the food and making sure the bills are paid. But running for office is it, 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 it you, you want to come 
talk about rushing at you like a river. Right. I, I mean, you've got to keep track of uh, who gave me a check, and you've got to report all of that stuff, yeah. and you've got a timeline, and then you've got to have your plan that you juggle into your day. I need to go knock on doors and meet people and shake hands. And in this in this post-COVID time, mm-hmm. I think people are a little more reluctant to be face-to-face with somebody they don't know, in other words. So I don't know how effective it's going to be somebody running for office knocking on doors. I think fewer and fewer people are going to answer that door mm-hmm. when they see a stranger uh, outside. Did it change your perspective on life running for office? Uh, it did, and not really. I guess you would say somewhat. I, I It kind of solidified what I do believe and not being overly cynical, Brandon. And that is that not a, I don't, I don't think a majority of the population really pays attention to what goes on in, in government and, and politics as it were, they're, they're just kind of uh, casual about it. And so, you know, when I knocked on doors, I was in a relatively new district and I told people, the people that answered the doors and that I could interact with, I said, well, you know, you're in a new district, you know, you're now city Lafayette city district one. And oh, really? And there were notifications sent out and it was on the news and so on and so forth. And I just, and the people I interact with, my, my friends, associates, coworkers, so on and so forth are politically involved and with the government and want to know what's going on. And of course, being here at a news station, uh, that kind of adds to it. So that was the big takeaway for me is that maybe I thought uh, more people were informed and I understand life is busy. I really do. I'm not being over overly critical. Well, and that's why I want to kind of follow up on that before we take our, our break here. And I've got to look at news coming up uh, in in just a couple minutes because you mentioned, uh, you know, people not necessarily paying enough attention to what's going on in their government. But you also mentioned being here at KPL and, and we live in this world, you know, um, there are things that we know in news because this is what we do mm-hmm. that I think we assume sometimes that other people know as well. Mm-hmm. And so I guess my question to you is the last question before we head on over to the break is, is there more that can be done from a local and even up to state and, and federal government level, but since we're talking local, from a local government level to make its constituents more aware of changes and things that are going on? Or is it just a matter of people having so many things to juggle that it's just not high enough on the priority list? It's a great question. I don't know. Uh, I, I do. This is what I know. I, I hear people talking about government making education better. I, 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 I don't see that. I really, really, really don't. It's like make a level playing field, uh, allow the professionals, uh, teachers to, to be better. But so that's kind of one of the the components of what I say to make it better uh, civics get have a basic civics course and have people who are really interested in can convey some enthusiasm to their students because I had that I had good teachers I had a PhD in high school that taught me civics right. Doc Ingram I don't remember his first name but he was very good he kind of piqued my interest about government and politics and my parents. The, the whole thing, that's the whole thing with education, uh, Brandon, is, is the government does, cannot make education better. It takes the parental thing, the guardian, 
parent or guardian with that young child to instill in them, this is very important. You need to apply yourself. Let's go look at your homework. Be actively involved, not just lip service. And I think that's what we're lacking in society. So I think that the the key is education. And it it goes back. It all starts at home, and that is the key, key factor. So uh, I don't know. Hope and pray is what I always say. All right. We will go ahead and take this quick commercial break, and I'll have a look at news coming up in two minutes, and we'll continue on with Acadiana's morning news. Brandon Combo, Mark Pope sitting in for Bernie Dett lead this morning. We'll be right back. It's high school football playoff action, and it's right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. The Turley's Catholic Rebels are one win away from a state championship appearance. All that stands between them, the LCA Knights. It's the Rebels. It's the Knights. It's win or go home. It's high school football playoff action, and it's on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Pre-game begins at 6 this Friday with kickoff at 7 o'clock. Scott Brassa and Gabob Bordelon have the call. It's Turlings versus LCA, and it's on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. For KPEL News, I'm Brandon Como. Lafayette Christian Academy was placed on hard lockdown for a short time yesterday while police worked an armed robbery at nearby Moore Park. Rashid Cosby is alleged to have approached a woman with a rifle in his hand and demanding money. Cosby is facing armed robbery and other charges in connection with the case. Covington police have made an arrest in a gruesome double homicide in which the victims were reportedly burned beyond recognition. Donde Tyson has been charged with multiple crimes in the case, including first-degree murder and second-degree kidnapping. Opelousas Councilman Floyd Ford has ended his bid for re-election to his seat on that board as a hearing was about to get underway concerning Floyd's ability to run after complaints of voter fraud and residency requirements were brought by the DA's office. He abruptly resigned from the council and withdrew from the race. Dusal Police Chief Kip Judice is putting out a warning for residents in that community to be cognizant of increased wildlife activity in and around town. Judy said a teenage girl reported seeing a coyote while walking her horse in a field last week. Judy says there have also been reports of chickens, cats, and other small animals killed or injured by what appears to be a wild animal attack. No big winner in Monday night's Powerball drawing. That jackpot will jump to an estimated $65 million on Wednesday. Meanwhile, tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is estimated to be $305 million. If you win and take the cash prize, you'll get $158 million and some change before Uncle Sam takes his cut. And if you're over 35 and overweight, the Louisiana Department of Health is suggesting you get pre-screened for diabetes. The disease affects about 14% of Louisiana residents and is a leading cause for other health issues. The good news is diabetes can be treated. If you'd like to find out more, visit wellaheadla.com. That's wellaheadla.com. You're up to date. I'm Brandon Como. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Showers and storms on a scattered basis across Acadiana today. Isolated threat for a few stronger storms, but actually that severe weather risk much greater as you get across the northern parts of the state and into Mississippi a little bit later on this afternoon and into this evening. We'll get up to near 80 for that high today. Rain chances sticking with us through this evening, but then we'll start to dry things out. And we're going to be turning much cooler as we head into Wednesday. High temperatures returning to the 60s. Overnight lows Wednesday night into Thursday morning, upper 30s to lower 40s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. If you can squeeze it, they can freeze it. 
Call today for your complimentary cool sculpting consultation at Williamson Cosmetic Center, 337-735-3870. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, taking a look at what's happening on the roadways. Fortunately, no crashes, no breakdowns at this time. School zones, though, now going into effect in some areas. Kelly Morvod Photography, headshots, commercial, portrait, drone, and pictures. Call 337-962-5432 or online at kellysheadshots.com. Kelly Morvod Photography. You know, Mark, in all the time I've known you, and I've known you now for 15 years, I'm going to ask you a random question. What kind of music do you like? Um, the kind of, I, I, you know, I kind of describe myself as eccentric. Uh-huh. If I had to pick a favorite, it would be the uh, the smooth jazz. Okay. Uh, genre, if you will, I can see it, and you know, thing is, what, what, what the heck is smooth jazz? Well, you know, some old, some old. I don't keep up with what's current. I really yeah. don't. Things uh-huh. like Spira Gyra, uh, Grover Washington Jr. Grover Washington Jr. played in Lafayette at the Hyman Performing Arts Center. Okay, it was jam packed. It was sold out. You could not put another human being in that building. Uh-huh. Uh, just on the Crusaders. Uh, go way back. They actually started in the fifties. They were pretty big in the, uh, they, they got a name in the sixties and into the seventies. They were out of Houston and the, you know, that type of thing, instrumental. And then what ranks second, I would, uh, say Southern rock. And I can't name a current Southern rock band yeah. that to me, that would be some of the new country. Uh-huh. And I really can't, but you know, when I say Southern rock, uh, Almond Brothers, uh, Marshall Tucker, you know, and then others, the 38 special, that were just Buku, what's the band from Florida, um, da, 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 Gator, Molly Hatchet. That's, that's Southern rock. A lot of people don't make that connection, but so yeah, that, 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 that type of thing. Okay. Uh, I, I still have loads of vinyl. I mean, I, here, here's the deal, Brandon. Uh-huh. I have a wooden, a very sturdy wooden, wooden toy box okay. that I had as a child. Yeah. And we're not talking, you know, a crate that that apples came in. We're talking about wood that's three quarters of an inch thick or more. Right. A better part of an inch. And it's full of LPs, 33 and a third LPs. And I don't know. I think it's there's about 150 records in that box. Uh, it's very hard, even if you're strong, because there's nothing to grab onto. It's very hard to lift it. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I once we moved into our house and we've been there <coughs> twenty years. Yeah, yeah. I I have a turntable. I had a system, a stereo system. It was very big and bulky, and I sold it. It was a Yamaha. Yeah. Um, top top tier stereo equipment. So I don't really have a stereo at the house to to whip out my LPs and so on and so forth. So what is your uh, favorite? Uh, well, I'm a little bit of everything. I'm I like a little bit of a mix. Yeah. Um, you know, um, whether it's uh Christian music is something that I'll listen to, contemporary Christian music. 
Um, but I, I, I catch myself, um, I guess, in moods with music because mm-hmm. I like a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. There's times I'll catch myself listening to 97.3 The Dog a little bit, listen to some country. Yeah. Then there's sometimes I'll catch myself listening to KTDY a little bit and, you know, checking out some of the, the hits that they play. And then there's sometimes I'll catch myself listening to classic rock. Yeah. You know, um, 105.1. And and I, I really do mean that. I'll Whatever mood I'm in, I'll go through those four different genres of music, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And just... Um, and and you know divulge in it until I get tired of it, and then mm-hmm. I move to the to the other one. Of the yeah, rotation. yeah, yeah. I, I like you know. Look, I like music that has a a soulful feel that yeah. has a beat. You talk about classic rock, and a lot of these classic rock stations play the headbanger stuff, like from the eighties. I don't get that. I really don't get it. I want, like I said, I want some soulful. Almond Brothers is comes to mind. You know, when you play the when you uh, produce. And or sit in for the Moon Griffon show. A lot of he he's got a lot of Almond Brothers uh, right. bumper music in there. And by the he, way, he's also got some very um, funny uh, Christmas songs that we're going to start putting in uh, next month, which is only in a few days. Uh-huh. Um, you know how he loves to give. Um, oh, what's the what's um, Balkanville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves I, to give the people of Balkanville hard, yeah, a hard yeah. time. Well, last night he sent me the treasure trove <laughs> of Christmas music that he cut um, a few years ago, uh, back when he was in Monroe, with the guy that you know came up with his his theme song. And so I've got that treasure trove in my email, and so I'm gonna we're gonna start breaking those out during the month. You're gonna load it up. Was that was that gentleman on yesterday? Yeah, he with was. Moon? Yeah. I, I heard that. Don't I heard ask that. me to remember and his name. It's the, a very different name. The than, Balkanville Bouncer Band or something like go, that. Yeah. They name I don't remember what the name of it. You know because Moon. Uh, Moon with his powerful personality, <laughs> <laughs> laughing and kind of you know interjecting himself, so yeah. the, the the man never was able to get his smooth flow uh, flow of thought, if uh, you will. But I, I did find it was interesting in Moon singing. Well, that's uh, going to be a hoot. Yeah, that's going to be a hoot. Yeah, so we're going to be whipping out some of those in December, so people uh-huh. that listen to Moon Show are going to have fun with that. You know, one thing I, I I have always known about you, Mark, is you got a love for for classic vehicles. Yeah. Um. And you know, there's another there's a, there's a, another person that comes to mind when I think of vehicles. There honestly are two people that come to mind when I think about classic vehicles. Mm-hmm. I think of you, and I think of Jay Leno. Oh yeah, well, huh, me and Jay Leno—that's quite. <laughs> I man. know, but I'm I'm saying your love of classic. Yes, I yes, know yes, he has yeah, a yeah. Massive collection. Jay's got whatever a hundred plus you cars, and res- I have. You have a very respectable collection. Yes, a yes. collection. Yeah, I have two, and I need to sell one. <laughs> the, the, the boy has too many toys. He's okay? got a lot of toys. Big boys have big toys, but. Jay Leno is not having a good November. That's what I, I know Man. with that, with that, uh, whatever the car, if he yeah. was doing maintenance on a car and some fire shot up in his face, it burned him. Yeah. Is he having to have reconstructive uh, surgery on his face? No. See what happened was he was released from the hospital. Then, um, so he got injured in the garage fire, like you mentioned, but then he crashed into a police car. No. Just days after leaving the hospital. Yeah. You know how when they wow. say it rains, it pours. Yeah. 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 
Did they say what he was driving? Because, I mean, the man has, you name it, Ferraris. He has uh, he has a Stanley Steamer, which is it goes back to the early uh, early last century, the early 20th century, the early 1900s. Right. And Stanley Steamers, you say, ah, yeah, it puts along and do five miles an hour. No, bah. Stanley Steamers can cruise. Well, a steam engine, I don't know if it's technically a Stanley Steamer. Yeah. Did, 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 did that so, yeah. story say what Leno was driving? Yeah, he, he was driving his Tesla. Okay, well, yeah. still, Tesla can be, if you have that supercar that they make, it can be quite quick. So he was driving his Tesla, and it was a police Jeep that he had. Now, fortunately, there were no police officers inside. Right. Um, and uh, they were standing near the vehicle when the crash happened. Um, the police vehicle didn't get any damage. Uh, there appeared to be no damage to Leno's Tesla as well. Um, no injuries reported. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at him, you know, now in some recent pictures that he's put up, um, you can tell that there's some of the slight burns, but it, they've really done a good job okay. with him in the, in his recovery. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm sure he'll recover, but yeah, it's, uh, Ooh, buddy, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I don't know where we're going with, uh, vehicles with automobiles. I really uh, don't Brandon. I mean, you know, they're. Uh, they, our federal government, not to get in a big uh, uh, tirade about our federal <laughs> government, but they're pushing these electric vehicles. And, you know, we were speaking to Moon Griffon, and he said it the other day. He said, hey, without all these government subsidies, would the auto automakers be making all these electric cars? They are given money and incentives, and they are pushed to do this electric vehicle thing. And the demand is has not met up with the supply. Right. It's it's a lot of wishful thinking. So I really don't know where we're going uh with automobiles. Mm. And so we 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 shall see. And I know I see Chevrolet out advertising a yeah. quote affordable electric vehicle. Yeah. Uh quite honestly, I I would I would not want one. If I won one in a whatever, a lottery or some kind of contest, yeah. I would sell it. But what okay, so you wouldn't even want one at, to have as a toy. No, I would not. I, okay. I, there's there's something about getting in a fifty or sixty year old vehicle yeah. and you know, taking the pride of 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 having it running well. Yeah, and it's just I I, I don't know. It's it's basic. It's uh, I I'm, I don't I can't come up with the right word. There's just something unusual about it. You mm-hmm. know, going back, it's it's nostalgic. Right. It it just it it feels different. It's an automobile. It's got a steering wheel, but it doesn't have all the modern uh, pushes. Which I think, even with a, a reasonable car, some of the the technology is overdone. Yeah. There are computers on brakes. I mean, really? Okay. And just I don't know. They may be uh, overteched, if you will. Uh, and so, and when those things go wrong, uh, the computer. The brake, the computer on the brakes is not. Yeah, you know what? Well, okay, it's a chip, twenty five dollars. No, we're talking hundreds of dollars when these things go wrong. Well, we do have to head to our next break, but before we do, we want to let people know. Um, right lane is blocked on I ten eastbound by a broken down eighteen wheeler right over Whiskey Bay. Rocket Man J and Bro Bridge letting us know what's going on. Thank you, Rocket Man J. We appreciate that. Again, the right lane blocked on I ten eastbound. By a broken down 18 wheeler right over Whiskey Bay. So hmm. please be mindful of that as you jump into your morning commute and try to avoid that area if at all possible. 
This is the Elon Musk promised overwhelming vote of Twitter users to restore many banned Twitter accounts for as long as their owners didn't break the law. The results are left were predictable. As Musk said, it's shocking many journalists attack free speech and somehow think they're the good guys. I'm Kim Commando brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Ready for a laugh? An MSNBC reporter, Ben Collins, urged viewers not to use Twitter. In his words, I have to go there, but you don't have to go. Thanks, Ben, for your sacrifice. Without a shred of evidence, The Atlantic, a far-left magazine, wrote, Musk is repackaging hate speech, racism, anti-Semitism, and homophobia. In short, as meltdown, they're saying that Elon Musk is threatening free speech on Twitter by allowing people to speak freely. How ridiculous. For more Tech Smarts, get my daily podcast called Kim Commando Today. Home should be where you and your family are safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. Right now, Simply Safe is offering 40% off a new security system. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology to capture critical evidence why the threat is real, so you can get priority police response. SimSafe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under a dot less than half AT. With a top-rated SimSafe, stay in control of your system anytime, anywhere. Arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, or access your cameras. Don't miss your chance for massive savings. Get 40% off any new system at SimplySafe.com today. That's SimplySafeKim.com. There's no safe like Simply. You want to hear Christmas music like this Mariah Carey classic on your schedule? Well, check out the KPL News app and click on the Christmas music icon. Brought to you by Christmas at Bridgepoint Farms, 115 Enterprise Boulevard, just off Johnston Street. You've got great songs like All I Want for Christmas, Feliz Navidad. Again, go check out the KPL News app. Click on the Christmas music icon. We'll continue on with Acadiana's morning news. Fox News is coming up in just a couple of minutes. But first, your Fox Business Report. The Fox Business And this is the Fox Business Report. Chief executives of Kroger and Albertsons will testify at a Senate subcommittee hearing today to defend their company's proposed $20 million merger. They will face questions about how the combination will impact shoppers and employees. Nestle is raising its sales outlook for the year. It's buying back about $21 million worth of its stock between now and 2024. Cruise lines usually launch sales in the new year, but the Wall Street Journal says those discounts have already been rolled out on Black Friday or Cyber Monday, though even with the deals, cruises are likely to be more expensive next year. Cruise companies do want to fill the staterooms that were empty in the pandemic. That trip I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. 
between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve. The foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. The show that's not immune to the facts, Dan Bongino. We are your home for the Dan Bongino Show, News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square Media station. Intervention is the last resort. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what some members of Congress say about a looming railroad strike next week. President Biden says the time is now. That's what the president is calling for to avert this nationwide shutdown that could shut down much of the economy right before Christmas. If it happens, that would be catastrophic for inflation, which the president's going to talk about today in Michigan. So before his trip, he released a statement last night. He says, as a proud pro-labor president, I was reluctant to override the views of the people who voted against the agreement. But in this case, where the economic impact of a shutdown would hurt millions of other working people and families. I believe Congress must use its powers to adopt this deal. Fox's Jackie Heinrich at the White House. The legislation would force unions that rejected a tentative contract agreement to accept it. A final vote may come today at the Senate on a bill to codify the right to same-sex marriage. Some Republicans have joined Democrats who fear a future conservative Supreme Court ruling could undo that right. In the House, there will be an empty seat when the next Congress is sworn in. House Democrat Don McEachin has died after a battle with cancer. They'll set up a special election to replace the 61-year-old. In Chesapeake, Virginia, last night, a vigil for the victims of last week's Walmart shooting. Governor Glenn Youngkin says... They need better mental health services to change. A culture of despair, of disillusion, and a lack of respect for human life. The shooting left six dead, six wounded. At Soccer's World Cup, a do-or-die game for Team USA. They can only advance with a win today over Iran. There is news about the World Cup host country, Qatar. Migrant laborers put together over $200 billion worth of stadiums, metro lines and infrastructure. The head of Qatar's organizing committee now admits the human toll that's taken, between 400 and 500 lives. It's 10 times the figure previously stated. That's Jonathan Savage. America's listening to Fox News. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. It's pro time because at Lowe's, it's Provember. Save big with inventory you can count on, like Flex products or DeWalt power tools starting at just $99. Plus, Lowe's MVPs members earn up to three times bonus points per dollar on select items. Save all Provember long. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. MVPs Pro Rewards Program terms and restrictions apply. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. Prices valid from 10-17-22 to 2-3-23 or until supplies last. 
NATO leaders are meeting in Romania discussing Ukraine, wanting to send in more aid, including generators and fuel, after Russian attacks knocked out power and heat and water in many areas. NATO leader Jens Stoltenberg says they'll keep supporting Ukraine against an enemy with dwindling resources. We know that Russia is running low on ammunition. That's also the reason why they have reached out to, for instance, Iran to try to get more. Um, we are uh, saying very clearly that no country should uh, support Russia's illegal war. It's quieter today in China, where there have been days of angry demonstrations, people sick of COVID lockdowns, and the U.S. supports them. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says President Biden and other White House officials are keeping track of protests breaking out in China. The president's not going to speak for protesters around the world. They're speaking for themselves. Kirby reiterated U.S. support for peaceful protest. We've said, you know, lockdown is not a policy that we support here. Um, but obviously there are people in China that, that have, a, have concerns about that and they're protesting that. And we believe they should be able to do that peacefully. COVID was discussed, U.S. officials say, during a meeting between President Biden and Chinese President Xi earlier this month. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Mauna Loa keeps erupting on Hawaii's big island. It's not what's moving along the ground, but what's in the air that's getting attention. Flying ash and Pelly's hair, a volcanic glass formation, is floating around. Dr. Libby Char of the Hawaii Department of Health says masks residents already have will protect you. But it does not provide you any protection against the gases. So it's very dangerous to be in that environment. Sulfur dioxide is one of the more dangerous gases encountered. Evacuations are not mandatory, but people are discouraged from getting too close. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. On Monday Night Football, Pittsburgh beat Indianapolis. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. For Cape Hill News, I'm Brandon Como. There's a strong possibility for severe weather today. Whitney Thomas spoke with state climatologist Barry Kime. Kime says a clash of warm and cold air has the potential to produce damaging winds, heavy rainfall, hail, and the potential for tornadoes. Together, these weather systems, they're going to destabilize our atmosphere and it's going to bring us rain and severe weather. He says the National Weather Service puts the greatest risk of severe weather in northeast Louisiana. It's very likely we're going to see some tornadic activity. So, uh, you know, th this is something we need to be watching very, very closely. Governor Edwards is encouraging everyone to keep trace of these storms and head the advice of local weather experts. I'm Whitney Thomas. Covington police have made an arrest in a gruesome double homicide in which the victims were reportedly burned beyond recognition. Donde Tyson has been charged with multiple crimes in the case, including first-degree murder and second-degree kidnapping. Lafayette Christian Academy was placed on hard lockdown for a short time yesterday while police worked an armed robbery at nearby Moore Park. Rashid Cosby is alleged to have approached a woman with a rifle in his hand and demanding money. Cosby is facing armed robbery and other charges in connection with the case. Opelousas Councilman Floyd Ford has ended his bid for re-election to his seat on that board as a hearing was about to get underway concerning Floyd's ability to run after complaints of voter fraud and residency requirements were brought by the DA's office. He abruptly resigned from the council and withdrew from the race. Plaquemines Police Chief Kenny Payne pleaded no contest to two of five criminal charges yesterday. District Attorney Tony Clayton has more on the case. Uh, we are a nation of laws, 
and not of men. Payne pled no contest to two of the five counts of malfeasance against him Monday, meaning he admit to the facts of the case, but not his actual guilt. As part of the plea agreement, he admits to asking one woman for sex in exchange for dismissing charges against her boyfriend and to asking the sheriff to cover up the investigation against him. Payne received a three-year suspended sentence. Three years in jail, suspended, in lieu of resigning effectively immediately. Payne resigned Monday, and Clayton said the case shows that nobody is above the law. Nobody is absolved from it. The law looks high and it looks low. I'm Case Kieschnick. St. Tammany Parish deputies say two girls who went missing yesterday afternoon along with their dog have been located. The girls, aged 7 and 4, along with their golden retriever, were found late yesterday and reported to be in good condition. Well, days after he was reelected, Senator John Kennedy announced he was highly considering a run for governor in 2023. But when should we expect an official announcement? University of Louisiana Monroe political science professor Dr. Joshua Stockley says because Kennedy has plenty of campaign funds, he could take his time. But realistically, he should announce as soon as possible if he is interested in running for governor. While there are a handful of Republicans who've stated publicly but not in official terms they'd like to run for governor, Stockley says they are not the only ones awaiting Kennedy's decision. But you have a whole host of other Republicans that are wanting to know who to endorse, who to write their check to, who to start campaigning for. Stockley believes Kennedy is seriously considering a run for the state's highest office. And because Democrats will have control of the Senate, the hardline Republican can do more in state versus D.C. And I have no doubt that he probably thinks he could accomplish more for the state by serving the state as governor as opposed to senator. Stockley says the sooner Kennedy makes his intentions known, the better for the state GOP and other potential candidates. So far, Jeff Landry is the only one to make his announcement, and he's already received the state party's endorsement. The Louisiana Department of Health is urging Louisiana residents to get health screenings to determine if they are pre-diabetic or have diabetes due to the effects it has over the state. Diagnosed treatments cost about $5.7 billion each year, while affecting 14% of Louisiana residents, making it 10.6% higher than the national average. Director of Well Ahead Louisiana, Melissa Martin, says adults over a certain age should be more mindful of the risk of diabetes. Anyone between the age of 35 and 70 years old who have overweight or obesity really should find out what their risk is for developing prediabetes or diabetes. In 2017, the American Diabetes Association estimated about one in three Louisiana residents are pre-diabetic with blood sugar levels higher than normal. Martin says residents who find out they're at risk have access to resources as well ahead. Louisiana partners with six community sites across the state. Well Ahead Louisiana is trying to encourage those organizations to share resources around prevention and really create environments that make the healthy choice the easier choice. Diabetes is a largely preventable condition. Martin says residents can simply visit wellaheadla.com or an LDH website called Now's the Time. Take a risk test. It's a self-assessment that just identifies some common risk factors related to your, your weight, and it helps you learn if there's something that you should probably go talk to your doctor about. Heading back here to more local news, Eunice police investigating why shots were fired into a home on Acadia Street late Monday and who fired them. Eunice PD says they were called to the scene about 9 p.m. last night. 
Police are still processing the scene and evidence. If you have tips, call Eunice PD or St. Landry Crime Stoppers. You can remain anonymous. Dusan Police Chief Kip Judice is putting out a warning for residents in that community to be cognizant of increased wildlife activity in and around town. Judy said a teenage girl reported seeing a coyote while walking her horse in a field last week. Judy says there have also been reports of chickens, cats, and other small animals killed or injured by what appears to be a wild animal attack. Those who carry a permit to carry a concealed weapon in Louisiana can now include that permit in the L.A. wallet on your digital services or digital devices. The app allows you to securely store your driver's hunting and fishing licenses vaccination status, as well as other information. You can find out more by visiting lawallet.com. No big winner in Monday night's Powerball drawing. That jackpot will jump to an estimated $65 million on Wednesday. Meanwhile, tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is estimated to be $305 million. If you win and take the cash prize, you'll get $158 million and some change before Uncle Sam takes his cut. The Singing Christmas Tree, a popular holiday presentation of First Baptist Church in Lafayette, has announced its performance schedule. Performances have been scheduled for December 9th through the 12th. Admission is free. For performance times and other details, visit fbclaf.org forward slash tree. The New Orleans Saints fell to 4-8 and eight on the season after a 13 to nothing loss in San Francisco. The defense showcased impressive red zone defense, and the offense was able to move the ball well, but had two trips inside the five-yard line, resulting in zero points. Head coach Dennis Allen says the team was successful in creating opportunities but couldn't capitalize against a good team. Look, you're not going to beat a good team um, making those types of mistakes. You're not going to beat a good team when you when you have opportunities and you don't take advantage of those opportunities. And and that's really, at the end of the day, that, that level of expectation has to increase. The Saints are last in the NFC South, but are only one game behind the five and six division favorite Buccaneers. With five games left in the season, three of which are against NFC South opponents, the Saints are still in the hunt for an NFC South title. Allen says the focus needs to stay on getting ready for Tampa Bay Monday night. Well, I don't think we can pay attention to the standings too much. I think we got to worry about, you know, offense, defense, kicking game, getting ready to to play Tampa, a team that we we know we know pretty well. So. I think that's where the focus has to be. Showers and storms on a scattered basis across Acadiana today. Isolated threat for a few stronger storms, but actually that severe weather risk much greater as you get across the northern parts of the state and into Mississippi a little bit later on this afternoon and into this evening. We'll get up to near 80 for that high today. Rain chances sticking with us through this evening, but then we'll start to dry things out. And we're going to be turning much cooler as we head into Wednesday. High temperatures returning to the 60s. Overnight lows Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Morning, upper 30s to lower 40s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Find more for your holiday at Family Dollar, like Betty Crocker baking goods, ornaments, and hundreds of toys under $15. Family Dollar, helping you do more. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, so we still have that uh, right lane being blocked, I-10 eastbound, broken down 18-wheeler right over Whiskey Bay. We'll have more details uh, on that coming up for you in uh, just a second. Uh, Also, taking a look at what's happening here in uh, Lafayette. Let's see here. Uh, School zones are in effect right now, so please be mindful of those. Uh, And fortunately, no traffic crashes to report at this time. Our Salute to America brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing, Louisiana. 
morning, Acadiana. Welcome into hour number two of this Tuesday edition of Acadiana's Morning News. Brandon Como, Mark Pope, sitting in for Bernadette Lee this morning. Mark, as always, man, appreciate you getting up early with us. Man. Always appreciate and enjoy being here. Absolutely. Brandon. So Tuesday at uh, 7 o'clock, it's 7.19 right now. That means we are joined by State Police uh, ch- spokesman Trooper Thomas Gossin. Thomas, what's up, man? Hey, good morning. Hey, so... Waiting for the weather. That's, what, that's the uh-huh. morning. Yeah. Well, and you, you let us right into what we want to jump into first. Um, you know, we've got some inclement weather coming across the state today. Our rain chances here, 60% uh, today, 70% tonight with a strong stars possible. I just did uh, see um, the enhanced uh, risk. Let's see here. This was just updated from a meteorologist that the Storm Prediction Center has expanded the moderate risk level, uh, four out of five for severe thunderstorms uh, southward. Um, now including the Jackson Metro and GTR of Mississippi. But you look all across Louisiana, you got a lot of red um, all across the state. So severe weather means you guys will, you know, be looking out for unfortunate, the unfortunate expect, uh, possible increase of crashes uh, today. And now it looks like most of that's going to be more north mm-hmm. of us. I, I get that. But you know how the the roads are here. It doesn't yeah. take much for some of our roads way, ways to get full of water. Um, I just want to remind people that, you know, whenever you, you come up to standing water, be aware of where you can be pushing that water, especially mm-hmm. if it gets high down some of these, in front of some of these businesses, yep. some of these homes. A lot of the flooding issues we had back in the past were because of people causing a wake. So be aware of that. If you have barricades set up, high water signs, mm-hmm. please heed those warnings. Don't, don't go driving around barricades. That's a pretty, pretty stiff penalty yeah. in itself. Um, 
keep this in mind too. You know, the speed limit is for ideal conditions. Yeah. Beautiful, you know, when it's raining out there, especially when it's really coming down, you got to slow it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's not what the speed limit was designed for. If you make sure that your lights are on in the rain, because believe me, it's really tough to see. You know, yeah. you have a lot of 18-wheeler traffic, especially on I-10. You, they, those guys drive with their mirrors. I mean, they are utilizing their mirrors for everything they do. Mm-hmm. When you're between two cars that are lit up and yours are not, you're, 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 you're invisible to that 18-wheeler. Mm-hmm. So you, by law, when you have your, your windshield wipers on, you're supposed to have your low-beam fo- lights on as yeah. well. Um, and speaking of lights... Um, we have talked about this in the past, but it's a good reminder. Uh, hazards. Mm-hmm. People like to put their hazards on uh, in inclement right. weather, but it's actually something that you advise yeah. against. It is. It's, it's actually not legal to right. do ride around with. Those hazard lights are for when a vehicle is stopped mm-hmm. in the roadway or stopped on the shoulder. It's to provide more visibility. And a lot of people say, well, I'm going to use them anyway because people can see me. Keep this in mind, a lot of times that hazard light is utilizing the brake light itself. Right. So it's very difficult for the person behind you to tell when you're hitting the brakes or not. Mm-hmm. It's it's a constant guessing game by that person following you. So please be aware of that. And I would also say this. If you're not somebody who normally would use your turn signal, mm-hmm. a lot of people just out of habit, please make a point to use it, especially in the rain. Just, I mean, the more predictable you can be, the more safe the roadways are mm-hmm. that way nobody's guessing what's going on I've, I've got a question uh thomas when you were when you were talking about that i was thinking of the absolute pouring never seen it rain harder mm-hmm. situation and you're on i-10 especially over the basin and some people pull off mm-hmm. and you're I, I can say that i have driven 40 miles an hour sure on, and still am sitting on the edge of my seat and, mm-hmm. you know, all nervous have the adrenaline flowing because the, the visibility is that bad. And some people turn off. I mean, excuse me, pull off of the road, get on the shoulder and have the lights flashing. Uh, is that illegal? So, is no, it unwise? It's, it's not illegal. I don't I don't know how wise it is. But think about this. Let's say you've been following Brandon for the last few miles who has his flashes on. He finally gets out of the way, moves, slows down. You can you coming up to a vehicle that you can barely see with his flashers on. Are you going to think he's moving or stopped? You may think he's still moving when he's actually stopped. You may move towards him. Mm-hmm. You understand? So that's the hazard of using those hazard yeah. lights. No pun intended. But you know, so that that's the danger part of that. I get it. Look, we just got to be aware of that most of the time, if you're driving forty, most everybody's slowed down. I mean, I've been in that same right. predicament as well. So just you know, please understand that that that. You know, going with the flow of traffic is, is, is that's safe. That's fine. But, uh, man, if you're going to get off, get off completely, like, take an exit if you can. I know there's yeah. not a – here's the problem with the basin, right? I mean, when you're pulling off, you're you're within yeah. inches of a foot or two, three yeah. of, of that fog line. It's really dangerous. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just don't like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, another we, thing, too, we didn't, we didn't touch on this. A lot of people, you know, you if you're in the habit of using your cruise control – when it's raining, you do not want to use that cruise no, control. No. You know, that, that, is, that is a definite. Your risks of hydroplaning is, is increase a lot the faster you go with more water on the roadway. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to have the right amount of tread depth in your car because mm-hmm. that tread depth pulls that, car, that that water out from under the tires. Sure. That's a good sure. point. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're uh, roughly because when you're on I-10, when you're on the actually physically on the Basin Bridge, mm-hmm. 
Whiskey from Lafayette to Baton Rouge, Whiskey Bay is about very close to halfway mm-hmm. between Lafayette and right. Baton Rouge. It's the, and, one, it's the 127 mile marker. It's, it's okay. So it's at the 127 mile. Okay. And so my, my question is this. There are, you're right. Once you're on the Basin Bridge, the exits are limited. Mm-hmm. And so I've heard over the years that there were, that whatever, DOTD was going to go and build turnarounds at strategic points on the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge, uh, i.e. I-10. So have you heard about any of that, or has it been talked about here lately? No, I mean, we, you know we have the turnabouts on the basin right now. You know, they're, bo- they're, they're bridged off, like they're, they're blocked off, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people ask that question, and, man, it's a sensitive topic I, to a degree. A lot of people ask, you know, why aren't y'all opening up these, these barricades and letting people turn around? You know what I'm talking about, right, Mark? Yeah. Those those middle dividers that are gated off. Yeah. The problem is is to do that, you're talking about extra manpower. So for us to shut down the interstate, you've you've already pulled resources to block every exit. I mean, every single exit has to be blocked. People entering onto it. Mm-hmm. Then you're not talking about stopping oncoming traffic, causing possible more secondary crashes. Or again, you know, and so now you're going to have to let these flow, let these flow a little while. It, it's, it, I think you, you create sometimes more problems by, by doing that. Now you're causing double the traffic to be going in one direction as opposed to, so, so there, then, you know, there's a lot of, I'm not saying it, yeah. in some situations, yes, it would be beneficial. Would it be but, a hurricane situation is about the, the level that would bring it? Yeah. I, you know, I, I so I, I've been there almost nine years and I've never yeah. seen us utilize those. I've, yeah. I've never seen that utilized. So you know, I don't. I don't really know. I think somebody had a great idea and they said jumped on it, but 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 the actual implementation yeah. was was. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's what it sounds that, like. That happens pretty often, if, if I'm not mistaken. Especially <laughs> in Louisiana, absolutely. Well, and it just goes to show that sometimes a good idea is, I don't know, not fully thought through, yeah. or in theory it sounds good, looks good, but in reality, there are more challenges than mm-hmm. than benefits. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it sounds like that's what you just described. So we just had um, another a, a long holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us. You know, every time a holiday weekend comes up, I know you guys get ready again for an ex, you know possible increase in crashes. How was it across the state? How was it here in Chupai? So we do get notifications of uh, statewide of mm-hmm. how many crashes occurred during the holiday series period. Yes. Yeah. You know, so. The last count we had was eight fatality crashes over the holiday period. Then that's eight eight fatalities or eight fatality crashes. Both actually. Okay. The, in this one specific each. case, there was one each. So that gotcha. ran from that's from Wednesday to Monday. Gotcha. So Wednesday uh, at six p.m. till Monday hmm. morning at six a.m. Wow. Uh, eight 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 people crashed. Eight people died. Now the interesting thing about this hmm. is um, it actually was seven, and then we we get updated. So yeah, you yeah. know you might have somebody who's in critical condition who can still possibly die and then it'll be updated. But at this moment it's eight. When it first came out, it was seven. It was updated yesterday. Yeah. Uh, this, the, the last one that just happened, uh, I don't know whether it was a pedestrian motorcycle, bicycle or or driver or occupant, Mm -hmm. but what's interesting of the seven, when I got the seven, there was two pedestrian crashes, one motorcycle, one bicycle, Mm -hmm. and then three were in vehicles, occupants or drivers. 
that's that's a lot. I There's mean, been so, a lot. So that's of those. more than yeah. half were yeah. were either pedestrian, motorcycle, or or bicyclists. Yeah. One, the bicycle was was ours here in 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 our in our area. Well, in Lafayette, there was like, and I call it a rash of them for a, a few months, where you had motorcycle crashes and pedestrian crashes, and you're still having some mm-hmm. that have been happening over the last few months. Is yeah. it? It just seems like it's happening. We're in a period now where it's happening more now than it has at other times before. Yeah, you know, and, and a lot of people say, you know, we need to put a walkway. And I'm, I'm not getting into that that <laughs> argument with them at all. I, I agree. I, I mean, if ideally, if we can put one at every couple of well, couple yeah. of hundred feet, that would be great. But the, the, then you beg the question of, are they going to be utilized? Because yeah. right now, you you're technically you have crossovers at these intersections. Yeah. It's 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 crossing crossings, but nobody does that. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. willing to walk down a quarter mile to walk across the road to come back a quarter mile up. Mm. You know, nobody wants to do that. Um, so, it, 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 I wonder if they didn't do the same thing with the crosswalks. Mm-hmm. You know, if you re- put a raised crosswalk, uh, but the discussion is ongoing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm it's not something that state police is part of, but yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I sit on these these committees and meetings that discuss issues, mm-hmm. um, and 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 it needs to be ha- had. But uh, you know, again, it's it's again educating the public as to the safety and the way to do these things, and that's mm-hmm. that's what I really like about you guys. You know, allowing us this this platform to come on here and and speak about some of these problems. You know, I, I had somebody, and and I guess he had a point. Sometimes, you know, when on our social media page, our Facebook page for State Police, mm-hmm. a guy wrote in recently saying, "Man, all y'all talk about is fatalities, like." And sometimes you're right. I mean, when when it's a really uptick in in fatals, that is what you see. Yeah. It's almost like a death board, unfortunately, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But I want to point out that while I I agree, and then since I think we need to look at what caused the crash, maybe we could learn from someone's mistake. Maybe right. we can honor somebody and say, hey, this is how they died. Let's not repeat this. Yeah. You know. So I I you know I don't know how you guys feel about that. I mean, sometimes yes. Right now, I think we're on number twelve for. Uh, for November, well, we just where are we at November. Mm-hmm. I think we're on fatality twelve, just in Troop I for November alone. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's a lot in one month. The way I look at it, I'm going to go back to your uh, point with the um, the the signal. If you don't use your signal often, mm-hmm. but you're in inclement weather, hit that signal. If just one person that's listening remembers what you said mm-hmm. and does that, and that potentially saved the crash, whether it's fatal or not, we've more than done the job. Correct. So, like, that's that's one thing I think about in these segments because there are some things that you'll say like that that's going to stick in somebody's mind that's going to potentially alter the course of their life in a good way. Well, I'll, and I'll tell you this. It's it's important all the time, mm-hmm. but more important on a three-lane. And, look, we're three-lane in I-10. There's no secret of that. I mean, yeah. we've been dealing with this for a while. Just- on the throughways, three mm-hmm. lanes – when you have two people on on outside lanes and they're opposing and both want to move in, mm-hmm. that I drove to Houston recently Friday for yeah. a car show, Mark, um, in 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 Houston, and and so you're constantly moving with these constantly. Everybody's always moving in and out, yeah. and without using those turn signals, man, it's it's dangerous to see people moving across lanes because yeah. you just have no idea. Again, if you can be predictable, it's much safer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, Thomas, you mentioned you were talking about a common theme that you come and talk about and you and, and all um, state of state police, and that is fatalities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you said that it, it brought something to mind that is what, what we talk about when you come on is predominantly traffic, but state police is more mm-hmm. than just a traffic patrol. In other words, state police, there are detectives 
Correct. in state police. So give us, expand our horizons, talk a bit about, put put traffic aside, and give us an example, a state police detective. What type of case are they investigating? And I, my, my thought tells me it has to be a violation of a state law that right. they're investigating. And I know state police will go in and investigate uh, incidents, if you will, in local police departments. Right. If there's whatever impropriety or dealing with personnel, so talk about the so, other aspects of look, what there, state police do, man, other than you, traffic. That's a huge question. Um, th- there's so many different divisions of state police. Just in the investigations part, you have criminal investigations, which what you talk about, and a lot of people call our office and say, "Hey, uh, this this so and so police department." Uh, you know, didn't handle this right. We want y'all to come in. We don't do that. I mean, it would have to be at a request of an agency to come in and, and oversee an investigation. Um, e- even if some of the inv- agencies call us, that doesn't mean we're automatically going to take it. I mean, there has, there is some criteria. We are, you know, we're not a huge uh, division uh, in each region that can handle every single re- request sure. that comes in. Sure. So, but you know, on top of the special investigations divisions, which will again handle some homicide stuff, some shootings, some police stuff, some some even come in and, and handle some of the uh, you know criminal allegations of of public officials types things, right? I mean, but it, again, it has to be a special. And there's also the insurance and auto theft division. A lot of people don't realize we have that ah. that that work with uh, may get a report from an insurance company and say, hey, something don't look right on this this case that they're filing for this claim or this claim. We have an insurance fraud division that'll move move in, and they're, they're, you know, believe me, they they stay pretty busy. Mm-hmm. Um, auto theft, auto theft is a big one, and also our gaming enforcement division. Gaming enforcement is huge because we oversee all of the regulations and, um, you know, gaming entities in the state. Mm-hmm. So that is a that is a really really big one right there. Um, that's just one. When you're talking about patrol, man, now you're talking about emergency services, which is our ESU units, our crisis response. Our SWAT division, uh, the, the emergency services unit handles a lot of the you know commercial vehicle truck truck stuff. Um, they also handle the the bomb like the uh, the the hazmat stuff. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, big huge look. That's big, a, that that is no. A, you're you're expanding your your answering my question perfectly, and you're expanding right. uh, all of our horizons, uh, listeners, right. and I'm sure brand both Brandon and I. Right. And another thing that comes to mind is. Uh, working with other state police agencies, for example, drugs and yeah. organized crime, sure, the narcotics part. Sure. State state police is involved with Ab- that. Absolutely, and and you know, part of under under patrol again, you have emergency services and you have transportation services, which are the commercial vehicle. But you also have air support. And and talking about the little girls that went missing yesterday, our air support was part of discovering those those little girls. Our air support division spotted them from from up 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 high and were able to to. Get get some help there was my understanding. Um, so you know we have a lot of stuff that, that goes into this. There's different sections as well that you know where I work, which is the internal affairs part of this. We also have the protective services. Um, I mean, I'm not internal affairs. I'm sorry, public affairs. But we also have the internal affairs division. We also have protective services. Uh, you know, the protective services is what the governor's detail protection, mm-hmm. governor and, and, and all all that stuff. Sure. So that's just some. Then we also have support staff, which is you know goes into DPS, uh, the training, the crime lab. You know, it just it, it it goes on and on. Technology, business. I mean, state police is a huge division. It's a full, like you said, it's a full law enforcement agency. It's not just highway patrol like in yeah. California and some of these other agencies that are really 
just one one pe- one one niche of the market. It, it's it's kind of a full full service police agency. Yeah, yeah. Well, I knew I knew that state police did a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, I, that was that was very good. It's a lot. Good, good summary. I, look, if anybody has any questions about this stuff, you know, again, we, you know, if you go to lsp.org, lsp.org. You know, go to about or sections or about us and and look up look up state police. You know, mm-hmm. again, if anybody's looking to be a trooper, hit that become a trooper tab too as yeah. well. You know, yeah. So I, uh, I, I know that um, I know that it doesn't happen all the time, and we wish it did happen. You know, all the time. But what you mentioned about with the girls last night, mm-hmm. you know, it was amazing how quickly after the alert was put out, they were found. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I see that a lot. You know, where the alerts put out and then within the hour, you know, the message is like, hey, they've been found. Well, no, that doesn't happen every time. No. And look, this one was not an overnight find. I mean, right. this was not um, if, it was it was uh, it was it was they were found. I think I was updated around um, 930. Yeah. Is when they were uh, when, I, when that notification went out that they were located. Mm-hmm. So um, it, that's yeah, about an hour and a half, I guess. Right. Yeah, I guess what I'm asking is, um, is there any insight into, you know, why that happens so often where you do have an alert put out and within a couple of hours they're found? Because it, it almost seems, I don't say it seems hopeless, but when the alert's put out, it's like, oh, wow, I mean, th- they could be anywhere. And they then could. all of a sudden they're, they're found within a couple of hours. But when you Remember, when that alert goes out, it goes out everywhere. Yeah. You know, now, we don't put out Amber Alerts. For everything, obviously, yeah. that's that's a special case, and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand the Amber Alert system. You know, that's a that's a totally different topic in itself. Yeah, but it, look, I if it was a man, a family member of yours, and mm-hmm. a lot of people say, well, why'd y'all put out this alert if they already been like, we're not going to put it out after the fact. Oh no, of but course not. How do you know that alert didn't is not what saved them? Right? No, it's I great mean, news. So yeah, I, it's I think great. it's a great idea, yeah. great thing. Whenever they're found, I, I get it. I mean, some people don't want to be bothered that 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 their phone went off or whatever. But man, when you're talking about an Amber Alert, an Amber Alert's only going to go out whenever we have extremely specific details right. of the specific car, this specific vehicle. Yeah, there's got to be detail. Other than that, it's just a level two alert, which is just going to go to news media. Yeah, it's not going to go to everybody's phone. We are going to put it on social media. Um, and you can target certain areas. If we think they're in the Lafayette, you know, area, we might yeah. highlight those parishes and those alerts come out right. first when you open your social media stuff. Uh, but again, guidelines for Amber Alerts are very, very specific. I guess, too, what I'm getting to is because you talked about it getting out and the word gets spread around um, before social media. I would think that social media has had a huge part to play in helping find missing people. Very much so. I mean, we talk about the bad of social media, but this to me sounds like an incredible positive of it. It's very, very positive. Yeah. I mean, when when we do those some of these alerts, in a matter of an hour, you'll yeah. have almost 200,000 people that have been touched by this thing. So it's it's an incredible, which is right. That is the definitely the positive yeah. of social media. Mm-hmm. Um you know, not always, our news is not always positive, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately. But again, when you can highlight those positives, we try to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Trooper Thomas Gosson, uh, our guest, as always, here on Tuesdays. And Thomas, man, we appreciate you uh, staying a little overtime with us on the Thank segment, you. man. I think I'm headed to Turlings. We're going to do a, uh, you know, laws regarding social media class okay. over there. I did one last night for St. Ed's uh, Church here in Lafayette for their youth group. 
Um, it's good information, you know. A lot of people don't realize the law is tied to social media, mm-hmm. and, and especially underage. Yeah, you know, sharing inappropriate stuff. That would yeah. be a lot of the investigations that you <laughs> talked about. The state Certainly police does. do. And look, that's that's another division that I didn't mention was was a SVU, a Special Victims Unit, which targets internet crimes and stuff like that, and the, especially mm-hmm. the inappropriate stuff with underage. So yeah, they there there's a lot uh, there's a lot of work out there. Let me just yeah. say, yeah. you know, yeah. over the last three years, um, the increase in the amount of Online inappropriate activity mm-hmm. uh, and the investigations have increased by almost 70, 80 percent. Wow. And why? Because kids were home in front of an p- iPad and they were more a device. Yeah, that's true. And they were much more susceptible. Because, right. You know, at any given time, you got 750,000 predators online mm-hmm. just searching. Well, yeah. to, to you and all your colleagues at state police and all law enforcement who are listening to us yeah. now thank you thank you very much for what you do yep thank you very much i i, I agree those guys you know over the holidays mm-hmm. keep those guys in your prayers cuz they don't shut down so that's any, right any first responders medical you know they're they're out there I, I i salute not just military but also police officers thank you for your service sir appreciate ma'am it. thank you and uh, they appreciate that We'll be right back after this. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Showers and storms on a scattered basis across Acadiana today. Isolated threat for a few stronger storms, but actually that severe weather risk much greater as you get across the northern parts of the state and into Mississippi a little bit later on this afternoon and into this evening. We'll get up to near 80 for that high today. Rain chances sticking with us through this evening, but then we'll start to dry things out. And we're going to be turning much cooler as we head into Wednesday. High temperatures returning to the 60s. Overnight lows Wednesday night into Thursday morning, upper 30s to lower 40s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Find more for your holiday at Family Dollar, like Betty Crocker baking goods, ornaments, and hundreds of toys under $15. Family Dollar, helping you do more. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Right now, traffic. So the good news is the right lane on I-10, that right lane on I-10 that was blocked eastbound because of a broken down 18-wheeler right over Risky, Whiskey Bay. Uh, we are getting reports from state police that it has been open. Um, you know, of course, the traffic is still jammed up for quite a while. So uh, that is clearing out uh, as we speak. So that is uh, good news there. But still expect if you're going in that area for some traffic to be heavy. It doesn't just happen instantaneously. But uh, good news there. Also, uh, we do have a crash pinhook at Refinery Street. That's pinhook at Refinery also, we have a crash, 400 block of Simcoe. This is right near its intersection with the Evangeline Thruway. Beko's new dishwashers use a third of the energy and half the water of U.S. standards for dishwashers. And from now through December 31st, you can save up to $200 in gift card rebates on eligible models. Visit Beko.com for details. Kelly Morvan Photography, headshots, commercial, portrait, drone, and pictures. Call 337-962-5432 or online at kellysheadshots.com. Kelly Morvant Photography. KPL News Time is 7.50 with you for a couple of minutes. And... Uh, you know, came across a very interesting story 
Um, uh, coming out of Oklahoma, you know, we talked about the holidays being a time to spend with family, but a little too much family time, a little too much booze, um, and the always frustrating game of Monopoly, unfortunately, can be a very bad combination, Mark. Uh, an Oklahoma man arrested. Police there say John Armstrong was arrested on Saturday after he pulled a gun on his stepfather and stepsister during a heated moment in the game. We're not sure what exactly caused the dust-up, but we do know that John did not get out of jail free. That's what came to mind. Did he ever get out of jail free? Unbelievable. Playing, are are you kidding me, freaking Monopoly? I thought, I said, what? Say what? Oh, man. Unbelievable. He pulled a gun? Yes. Okay. All right. Sounds like the Wild West, man. Yeah. Poker game, all they all drunk on whiskey and uh, hey, you cheating over there. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So did so did, so did you get into Monopoly much? I played it. It's fun. Yeah, it, yeah I I did. I wasn't huge. I mean, when you name these board games, and I'm sure there's new ones. Mm-hmm. I haven't played a board game in Lord knows when. Yeah. Trivial Pursuit. I mean, that was all what was that? Uh I, I don't know, thirty ish years ago uh-huh. that came out, but it was big back when it came out. Right. But the board games are fun. It's more, here we are. As you prefer a, a as board a, game or a card game? That's my question. Um, okay, hold on. If I if it came right down to it, I would say a board game because okay. there, there's more fun, there's more interaction, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. More more time for discussion, uh, card games are you, you certainly don't want to. I guess you could discuss, hey, how's the family? And but uh, generally speaking, I think more interaction with the board game, and that's what it's about. It's a it's a uh, it's a social thing. Yeah, yeah. You can't play a board game by yourself, right? So, well, one of my favorites as a kid was shoots and ladders. Uh huh. Remember, you you play any shoots and ladders? I I I never played it. Nope, okay. nope, nope. Uno uh, was card. I, Uno, card yeah. Uno, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yahtzee. You said yet. Yeah, where yet, man? Where yet? Scrabble. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. How about Battleship? No. You didn't play Battleship. Nope. I feel nope. like Battleship was like wait, wait. rife for cheating. <laughs> you're like, all right, a seven, and you know your your ship can be on a seven, but you're like, no. Maybe I did, yeah. but it wasn't. I, I I had to be instructed as to how to do it, uh-huh. and uh, if I played it, it wasn't but once or twice. And uh, we we talk you talking way back mm-hmm. now, but I wonder what is the most popular slash best selling board game of all time. I'm sure it probably is Monopoly. That's what I was thinking. Uh, now we're guessing that we could be wrong. Um, you know, there's one easy way to find that out. You know, getting out Mr. Google. Mr. Miss Google. Or Miss Google. Okay, Miss well, Google. Let's see. What is right, the most popular uh, board game? Mm-hmm. Board game of, of all, all time. Of all let's time. Let's see. And the answer is uh, Monopoly's up there, but it looks like, looks like Catan is. Claudie, Miss Claudie. That's what I'm seeing. Looks like Catan. <laughs> I've never played it. Neither me. Yeah. Okay. Neither me. Well, all right. Well, um, you know, when you get together, have more family time over this holiday season, just don't let it come to guns and knives and no. Watch I the would... liquor intake. 
Uh, exactly, exactly. Watch the liquor intake. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take this break. We've got Fox News coming up at the top of the hour. I've got a look at local and state headlines, and we'll continue on with the KDNS Morning News. Brandon Como, Mark Pope, filling in for Bernie this morning. This is a KDNS home for breaking news and weather. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. I'm Bonnie, and this is the Fox Business Alibaba and many U.S. listed stocks of China-based companies are rallying today. JD.EO shares are also higher. Markets have reversed strategy and now see protests in China as possibly leading to a wider reopening of the economy there. Tesla is said to be working on a new version of its Model 3 car. Reuters says the design will reduce components while focusing on features that are popular with Tesla buyers. Tesla's Model 3 is facing increased competition. Nestle may get out of the business of treating peanut allergies. The food giant has expanded into health and wellness, but sales of the treatment for peanut allergies have been disappointing, so it may be for sale. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. This home, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the nation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. He wants them to keep working on the railroad. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. President Biden urging Congress to pass a bill that would avert a railroad worker's strike by forcing them to accept a tentative contract negotiated in September. The president saying in a statement that a rail shutdown would devastate the economy, while Speaker Nancy Pelosi says legislation will be taken up this week to put in place the deal agreed to in September. Four of 12 unions voted against a deal that includes 24% pay increases over a period of time, with the main sticking points being over demanding schedules, working conditions, and time off policy. Fox's Ryan Schmelz, a final vote is expected this afternoon in the Senate on a bill that would codify into law the right to same-sex marriage. Some Republicans joined Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and the Democrats supporting it. No matter who you are or who you love, you too deserve dignity and equal treatment under the law. More than 2 million people in Houston, Texas, no longer need to worry about turning on their faucets. A boil water advisory has been lifted this morning. It went into effect Sunday after a power outage at a purification plant prompted schools and businesses to close. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is joining allies from other NATO countries at a meeting in Romania focused on more help for war-torn Ukraine. Ukraine needs weapons, yes, but right now it also needs non-military help to get through what could be a cold, dark winter. The country's power and water infrastructure has been targeted by Russian airstrikes. And with temperatures set to drop to 12 degrees next week, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg is accusing Russia of using winter as a weapon of war. Fox's Jonathan Savage, today at Soccer's World Cup. The U.S. faces a country that's been a nuclear nemesis, Iran. The Americans control their own destiny, win, and they will advance to the single elimination round of 16. But a loss or draw would bring a crushing end to their World Cup run. That's Fox's Eric Messersmith. America's listening to Fox News.
When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. It's pro time because at Lowe's, it's Provember. Save big with inventory you can count on, like Flex products or DeWalt power tools starting at just $99. Plus, Lowe's MVPs members earn up to three times bonus points per dollar on select items. Save all Provember long. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. MVP's Pro Rewards Program. Terms and restrictions apply. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. Prices valid from 10 22 to 2323 or until supplies last. A congressman has died, Donald McEachin, a House Democrat from Virginia. The 61-year-old had suffered from colorectal cancer. A special election will be set up to replace McEachin in Chesapeake, Virginia, last night. Another vigil for the victims of last week's Walmart shooting when a supervisor killed six co-workers, wounded six more, then killed himself. Governor Glenn Youngkin said, We will work together to chart a path forward for better mental and behavioral health. Instead of closing arguments this week at the criminal tax fraud trial for former President Trump's company in New York. The Trump Organization is accused of compensating some executives with off-the-books perks in order to evade paying taxes on them. The firm's lawyers say prosecutors want to punish the company for longtime finance chief Alan Weisselberg's scheme to avoid personal income taxes on those luxury items like apartment rentals and cars. Lawyers on both sides are due to meet with the judge today to go over what instructions he will give to the jury. In New York City, Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. A Texas family has reunited with a loved one they thought was long lost. The Highsmith family of Texas is celebrating a reunion with a relative who was abducted 51 years ago. The family had been searching for Melissa Highsmith since a babysitter hired to watch her in Fort Worth while her mother worked at a restaurant disappeared with a toddler in 1971. A 23andMe DNA test match with Melissa's children, allowing them to contact the now 53-year-old woman who goes by Melanie, but is considering a return to her birth name. She was raised just 10 minutes away from where she had been abducted when she was 21 months old. Rich Dennison, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are mixed the day after a big sell-off dried the Dow down nearly 500 points. On Monday Night Football, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Indianapolis Colts 24-17. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. For Cape Hill News, I'm Brandon Como. There's a strong possibility for severe weather today. Whitney Thomas spoke with state climatologist Barry Kahn. Time says a clash of warm and cold air has the potential to produce damaging winds, heavy rainfall, hail, and the potential for tornadoes. Together, these weather systems, they're going to destabilize our atmosphere and it's going to bring us rain and severe weather. He says the National Weather Service puts the greatest risk of severe weather in northeast Louisiana. It's very likely we're going to see some tornadic activity. So, uh, you know, th this is something we need to be watching very, very closely. Governor Edwards is encouraging everyone to keep trace of these storms and head the advice of local weather experts. I'm Whitney Thomas.
Covington police have made an arrest in a gruesome double homicide in which the victims were reportedly burned beyond recognition. Donde Tyson has been charged with multiple crimes in the case, including first-degree murder and second-degree kidnapping. Lafayette Christian Academy was placed on hard lockdown for a short time yesterday while police worked an armed robbery at nearby Moore Park. Rashid Cosby is alleged to have approached a woman with a rifle in his hand and demanding money. Cosby is facing armed robbery and other charges in connection with the case. Opelousas Councilman Floyd Ford has ended his bid for re-election to his seat on that board as a hearing was about to get underway concerning Floyd's ability to run after complaints of voter fraud and residency requirements were brought by the DA's office. He abruptly resigned from the council and withdrew from the race. Plaquemines Police Chief Kenny Payne pleaded no contest to two of five criminal charges yesterday. District Attorney Tony Clayton has more on the case. Uh, we are a nation of laws and not of men. Payne pled no contest to two of the five counts of malfeasance against him Monday, meaning he admitted to the facts of the case, but not his actual guilt. As part of the plea agreement, he admitted to asking one woman for sex in exchange for dismissing charges against her boyfriend and to asking the sheriff to cover up the investigation against him. Payne received a three-year suspended sentence. Three years in jail, suspended in lieu of resigning effectively immediately. Payne resigned Monday, and Clayton said the case shows that nobody is above the law. Nobody is absolved from it. The law looks high and it looks low. I'm Case Kieschnick. St. Tammany Parish deputies say two girls who went missing yesterday afternoon along with their dog have been located. The girls aged seven and four along with their golden retriever were found late yesterday and reported to be in good condition. Well, days after he was reelected, Senator John Kennedy announced he was highly considering a run for governor in 2023. But when should we expect an official announcement? University of Louisiana Monroe political science professor Dr. Joshua Stockley says because Kennedy has plenty of campaign funds, he could take his time. But realistically, he should announce as soon as possible if he is interested in running for governor. While there are a handful of Republicans who've stated publicly but not in official terms they'd like to run for governor, Stockley says they are not the only ones awaiting Kennedy's decision. But you have a whole host of other Republicans that are wanting to know who to endorse, who to write their check to, who to start campaigning for. Stockley believes Kennedy is seriously considering a run for the state's highest office. And because Democrats will have control of the Senate, the hardline Republican can do more in state versus D.C. And I have no doubt that he probably thinks he could accomplish more for the state by serving the state as governor as opposed to senator. Stockley says the sooner Kennedy makes his intentions known, the better for the state GOP and other potential candidates. So far, Jeff Landry is the only one to make his announcement, and he's already received the state party's endorsement. The Louisiana Department of Health is urging Louisiana residents to get health screenings to determine if they are pre-diabetic or have diabetes due to the effects it has over the state. Diagnosed treatments cost about $5.7 billion each year, while affecting 14% of Louisiana residents, making it 10.6% higher than the national average. Director of Well Ahead Louisiana, Melissa Martin, says adults over a certain age should be more mindful of the risk of diabetes. Anyone between the age of 35 and 70 years old who have overweight or obesity really should find out what their risk is for developing prediabetes or diabetes. In 2017, the American Diabetes Association estimated about one in three Louisiana residents are pre-diabetic with blood sugar levels higher than normal. Martin says residents who find out they're at risk have access to resources 
as well ahead. Louisiana partners with six community sites across the state. Bellhead Louisiana is trying to encourage those organizations to share resources around prevention and really create environments that make the healthy choice the easier choice. Diabetes is a largely preventable condition. Martin says residents can simply visit wellaheadla.com or an LDH website called Now's the Time. Take a risk test. It's a self-assessment that just identifies some common risk factors related to your, your weight, and it helps you learn if there's something that you should probably go talk to your doctor about Heading back here to more local news, Eunice police investigating why shots were fired into a home on Acadia Street late Monday and who fired them. Eunice PD says they were called to the scene about 9 p.m. last night. Police are still processing the scene and evidence. If you have tips, call Eunice PD or St. Landry Crime Stoppers. You can remain anonymous. Dusan Police Chief Kip Judice is putting out a warning for residents in that community to be cognizant of increased wildlife activity in and around town. Judy said a teenage girl reported seeing a coyote while walking her horse in a field last week. Judy says there have also been reports of chickens, cats, and other small animals killed or injured by what appears to be a wild animal attack. Those who carry a permit to carry a concealed weapon in Louisiana can now include that permit in the L.A. wallet on your digital services or digital devices. The app allows you to securely store your driver's hunting and fishing licenses vaccination status, as well as other information. You can find out more by visiting lawallet.com. No big winner in Monday night's Powerball drawing. That jackpot will jump to an estimated $65 million on Wednesday. Meanwhile, tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is estimated to be $305 million. If you win and take the cash prize, you'll get $158 million and some change before Uncle Sam takes his cut. The Singing Christmas Tree, a popular holiday presentation of First Baptist Church in Lafayette, has announced its performance schedule. Performances have been scheduled for December 9th through the 12th. Admission is free. For performance times and other details, visit fbclaf.org forward slash tree. The New Orleans Saints fell to 4-8 and eight on the season after a 13 to nothing loss in San Francisco. The defense showcased impressive red zone defense, and the offense was able to move the ball well, but had two trips inside the five-yard line, resulting in zero points. Head coach Dennis Allen says the team was successful in creating opportunities but couldn't capitalize against a good team. Look, you're not going to beat a good team um, making those types of mistakes. You're not going to beat a good team when you when you have opportunities and you don't take advantage of those opportunities. And, and that's really, at the end of the day, that, that level of expectation has to increase. The Saints are last in the NFC South, but are only one game behind the five and six division favorite Buccaneers. With five games left in the season, three of which are against NFC South opponents, the Saints are still in the hunt for an NFC South title. Allen says the focus needs to stay on getting ready for Tampa Bay Monday night. Well, I don't think we can pay attention to the standings too much. I think we got to worry about, you know, offense, defense, kicking game, getting ready to, to play Tampa, a team that we, we know we know pretty well. So... I think that's where the focus has to be.
showers and storms on a scattered basis across Acadiana today. Isolated threat for a few stronger storms, but actually that severe weather risk much greater as you get across the northern parts of the state and into Mississippi a little bit later on this afternoon and into this evening. We'll get up to near 80 for that high today. Rain chances sticking with us through this evening, but then we'll start to dry things out. And we're going to be turning much cooler as we head into Wednesday. High temperatures returning to the 60s. Overnight lows Wednesday night into Thursday morning, upper 30s to lower 40s. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Farm safety starts with you. Learn more at farmsafe811.org. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. All right, looking at what's happening on the roadways right now. We have a couple of crashes. One of them, Ambassador Caffrey at Vero School Road. And you have another crash, Pinhook at Refinery Streets. Want to hear Christmas music on your schedule? Check out the KPL News app and click on the Christmas music icon. Brought to you by Christmas at Bridgepoint Farms, 115 Enterprise Boulevard, just off of Johnston Street. Kelly Morvant Photography, headshots, commercial, portrait, drone, and pictures. Call 337-962-5432 or online at kellysheadshots.com. Kelly Morvant Photography. Good morning, Acadiana. Welcome into hour number three of Acadiana's Morning News. Brandon Como, Mark Pope filling in for Bernadette Lee this morning. Good morning, Mark. Yeah, hello, good morning. So I just found out uh, one of my favorite actors died. Uh-oh. Uh, Clarence Gilliard Jr., who I knew him as Trevette from Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, no. Yeah. He, the man can't be but 60-ish. 66. Wow. Yep. Trevette, boy, he he yeah. kicked some butt. Ah, man, I, what I did him. he pass? He from? was like a great Robin to Chuck Norris's Batman. And that's Walker right. That's Ranger. a good. I like that analogy. Yeah, there's there's no shame in being Robin. And, no, no, um, except uh, golly gee, Batman. <laughs> well, he didn't he didn't quite respond to Chuck Norris that way. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, no, no, man. But it was. Um, but yeah, the news just now coming in. I, I don't know what he died of. Um, but, uh, of course he was in Die Hard as well. A lot of people knew him there. Um, mm -hmm. I never really got into the Die Hard series. Um, you know, just never, you know, you know, really got into it. Correct. But, um, he was also, oh yeah, he was in Top Gun. I forgot about that. Okay. Now let me ask you this mm -hmm. because in, in, um, uh, 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 Walker, Texas Ranger, he was portrayed to be, which was set in Texas, in yeah. Dallas. And Trevette was said to have been a former professional football player with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Did he ever play football? Not that I know in of. In his life? I mean, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, mean yeah. I don't know if he played like high school or anything right. like that. But um, I, I know that he was a veteran um, for sure. Um, and I forgot one of his other favorite roles. His second favorite role was in Matlock. Yeah. Conrad McMasters. Mm-hmm. And um, don't ask me how I remember that name, but Conrad McMasters as the investigator, 
um, for uh, Ben Matlock. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I've watched me a little Matlock he, at, yeah. on the old, oh, whatever it is, MeTV. Well, when he left Matlock to go do Walker, Texas Ranger. Is that right? You know, which gave him a more prominent role. Like, he had a great role in Matlock, but then he left to go um, to Walker, which was, you know, to put him in. Right. You know, that he, again, he became Robin, you know, to Batman. Correct, correct. So a little bit better of a role for him. Yeah, that, and, I, uh, I thought that, man, that was a great show. And I have I, I've not seen the new Walker, Texas Ranger, mm-hmm. but I, to me, and without having seen it, it's not fair to say it would be hard to compare to the old one. Maybe it's great. Who knows? It's kind of like Hawaii Five O. The original was, um, I don't know, was staple. It was, um, it was big. It was great. And I've watched the new one. It's okay. It's right. they they have good writers and good actors, and so uh, so. What I'm reading is uh, Clarence Gilliard had a a, a a fight with illness. He'd been fighting some illness for a while. Um, I did not know that his family was actually originally from New Orleans. Oh, really? But he grew up on the Air Force bases I see. Uh, in Hawaii, Texas, Florida. Um, of course, he was known for his faith as well. Um, he he grew up. He was raised as Lutheran, but he became Catholic in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question, he did play college football. Um, he spent some time at the Air Force uh, Academy before leaving the service to attend Sterling College. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I thought he was great. I, I, I thought he was a fantastic actor. Um, married a couple times, had six children. Um he was uh, on the. He was a consultant of the communications committee of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, um, but again, he had a long illness, dying at the age of sixty-six. He just he played in so much things. You know, mm-hmm. he was never a lead man, but he was always a great complimentary actor. Yes, yeah, supporting and made actor. A great, yes, 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 great uh, career out of doing so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I I agree with that. I agree. But yeah, anyway, it's. Uh, you know, such is life, yeah. but uh, he just seemed to be, he was the epitome of, of you know, health and vigor and, and very, very smart yeah, man. Yeah, very smart. Very, I mean, dude was in tremendous shape. Yeah, that, so that's long. what I see. You, you, yeah. you, a, a lot of times you're meeting somebody and you see them, meet them for the first time mm-hmm. and your initial impression is visual. Yeah, yeah. And you, you look at this guy and it's like, man. I wouldn't want to meet him in a dark alley and have him, you know, have to come after me. Yeah. So yeah, in in great shape. But uh, and speaking of, it, but it's so it's a it's a crying shame uh-huh. that he passed so right. so relatively young. Yeah, yeah. But old Chuck Norris, man, old Chuck's in his eighties. Man, I know. And he's still going. And who remember uh, the Jack Lane? Yeah. I mean, he was something like 90 years old and, uh-huh. you know, swam the the Pacific Ocean or right. something. I mean, he was in tremendous shape. Yeah. I don't remember when he passed. He was definitely in his 90s. Yeah. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue on. We will jump into some cartridge roll trivia. We still have to hop aboard the topic train. We'll do all that when we get back here on Acadiana's Morning News. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com.
Love, love. One of my favorite theme songs of all time. Mm -hmm. Of course, you just think football when you hear this. Time for some Cartridge Road trivia. CartridgeRoadUSA.com. You want to go ahead and check out our friends there. They love saving you money on your printing needs. Tell them that uh, Acadiana's Morning News sent you. All right, so you were talking in the break about, um, you know, the NFL Hall of Fame, and, you know, you have a couple Saints players that are up for the NFL Hall of Fame, and you were trying to figure out, hey, how long does Drew Brees need to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, inactive as an NFL player, if you will, or retired uh, to be eligible, and you said it's five years, right? Yes, uh, five full seasons he'll, he'll must be a, have been out of the league. Yeah. He'll be a he'll be a he'll be a obviously a first ballot a first ballot <laughs> Hall of Famer. No, yeah. no doubt about not, that. Not many New Orleans Saints can say that. No, no. Um, Ricky Jackson's induct was inducted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Martin Anderson mm-hmm. um, is someone that. Uh, well, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, he was was Martin Anderson inducted to the. <clears throat> yes, he was. He was. He was a doctor. I believe you know. And yeah, what I'm finding really out happened, here, yeah. uh, Brandon, I think it's once you your your first year of eligibility, you have uh, oh twenty. Wait, wait, twenty years? Yeah, twenty years to be considered a modern time inductee, yes. and then after twenty years, you can be inducted as a, an historic. I believe is what they call it. Right, inductee. So yeah, there there are rules to getting into the uh, Hall of Fame for the National Football League, as Howard Cosell would say. Well, Martin Anderson uh, mentioned him. He was inducted in 2017, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. My favorite kicker growing up. Yeah, um, the Great Dean, which is one of the best nicknames of yeah. all time, no doubt, um, no doubt. But um, all right, so I want to ask you a few questions about the Hall of Fame. Um, all right, which we're talking about quarterbacks. What NFL? Quarterback, what Hall of Fame quarterback famously guaranteed that his team would win a Super Bowl against the Colts? Willie Joe Namath. There you go. You got it. With the New York Jets. All right. um, Let's see here. Our next question for you is what year did the Hall of Fame open? I'm going to give you an all multiple choice. Okay. It's either 1960, 1963, 1970. Or 1980. I'm going to say 1963. You got it. Whoa! You got it. September 7th of 1963. Good job, Mark. Okay. All right. Uh, next question. This running back was nicknamed Sweetness. He ran the ball for the Chicago Bears for 13 seasons, made the number 34 jersey famous, nine-time Pro Bowler, and was inducted into the Hall in 1993. Wonder if I should stay in character with Howard Cosell <laughs> the whole time. I'll do it here. Okay. Walter Sweetness Pate. There you go. You got it. All right. Let's see here. Our next question. What quarterback led the Dallas Cowboys to three Super Bowl wins? Troy Aikman. You got it. God dang. You're you rolling. Thinking? Some kind of NFL freak. Here's a good one for you. This is going to test you a little bit. <clears throat> Which college did Mean Joe Green attend? <laughs> You're going to kick yourself when you hear what, what university I, this is. I, I, I am pretty sure it's Grambling or Southern. No. I, I know that's not one nope. answer. Nope, it's not. Neither one. They actually have named their mascot after Mean Joe Green. 
Oh, North Texas. North Texas. I'll be the mean dang. Green. Boy, I learn something new every day. Yep. He was inducted in the class of 1987, played defensive tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers from 69 to 81. I wonder when North Texas went ahead and adopted their mascot as the mean green. Not sure. Huh. In the 90s. Probably so. Yeah. After after uh, Mean Joe was inducted in the Hall of Fame. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um uh, let's see here. Uh, what's my next question? All right. Name the quarterback whose nickname was the Comeback Kid. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you need a hint? Yeah, a hint wouldn't. He played okay. for the San Francisco 49ers. Man, Joe Montana? Yep. He was known as the comeback kid because of his ability to lead teams to victory yeah. in the final minutes of several games. Yeah, I think he's he's ranked uh, up in the uh, upper uh, upper echelon. There you go. The in that particular echelon. category. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see if I got one more for you, Mark. Uh, oh, here's a good one. This Hall of Famer not only played quarterback from 1949 to 75, 1949 to 1975. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. But he was also a place kicker. Oh God! Hold hold on! Oh oh! <laughs> I had to throw a couple tough ones. Man, I I can see him. Yeah, he played predominantly for the Oakland Raiders yes, and some time with the Houston Oilers. Yep, George yep. Blanda, you got it. Good job, Mark. He played for the Raiders, the Chicago Bears, the Houston Oilers, and the Baltimore Colts. Forty eight years old when he finally retired. Son, that must be what uh, Tom Brady's shooting for. Yeah, he well, wants to Tom oust at 45. Yeah. The oldest, the oldest player in the NFL of all time. Well, I think it's it's starting to look like it's about time for him to give it up. Yeah, yeah, it does kind of look that way. But hey, an an off year for Tom Brady standards, anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, we're gonna take this break. I've got news coming up very shortly. But first, you know, we've got a great game coming up here on Friday nights. High school football playoff action, and it's right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. The Turley's Catholic Rebels are one win away from a state championship appearance. All that stands between them, the LCA Knights. It's the Rebels. It's the Knights. It's win or go home. It's high school football playoff action, and it's on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Pre-game begins at 6 this Friday with kickoff at 7 o'clock. Scott Brassa and Gavah Bordelaw have the call. It's Turlings versus LCA, and it's on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. For KPEL News, I'm Brandon Como. Lafayette Christian Academy was placed on hard lockdown for a short time yesterday while police worked an armed robbery at nearby Moore Park. Rashid Cosby is alleged to have approached a woman with a rifle in his hand and demanding money. Cosby is facing armed robbery and other charges in connection with the case. Covington police have made an arrest in a gruesome double homicide in which the victims were reportedly burned beyond recognition. Donde Tyson has been charged with multiple crimes in the case, including first-degree murder and second-degree kidnapping. Opelousas Councilman Floyd Ford has ended his bid for re-election to his seat on that board as a hearing was about to get underway concerning Floyd's ability to run after complaints of voter fraud and residency requirements were brought by the DA's office. He abruptly resigned from the council and withdrew from the race. Dusan Police Chief Kip Judice is putting out a warning for residents in that community to be cognizant of increased wildlife activity in and around town. Judy said a teenage girl reported seeing a coyote while walking her horse in a field last week. 
Judy says there have also been reports of chickens, cats, and other small animals killed or injured by what appears to be a wild animal attack. No big winner in Monday night's Powerball drawing. That jackpot will jump to an estimated $65 million on Wednesday. Meanwhile, tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is estimated to be $305 million. If you win and take the cash prize, you'll get $158 million and some change before Uncle Sam takes his cut. And if you're over 35 and overweight, the Louisiana Department of Health is suggesting you get pre-screened for diabetes. The disease affects about 14% of Louisiana residents and is a leading cause for other health issues. The good news is diabetes can be treated. If you'd like to find out more, visit WellAheadLA.com. That's WellAheadLA.com. You're up to date. I'm Brandon Como. Showers and storms on a scattered basis across Acadiana today. Isolated threat for a few stronger storms, but actually that severe weather risk much greater as you get across the northern parts of the state and into Mississippi a little bit later on this afternoon and into this evening. We'll get up to near 80 for that high today. Rain chance is sticking with us through this evening, but then we'll start to dry things out. And we're going to be turning much cooler as we head into Wednesday. High temperatures returning to the 60s. Overnight lows Wednesday night into Thursday morning upper 30s to lower 40s from the storm team three weather lab i'm meteorologist bradley benoit on news talk 96.5 kpel news talk 96.5 kpel right now traffic all right we have a crash congress at st joseph street that's congress at st joseph and the evangeline thruway at netta streets And welcome back into Acadiana's Morning News. Yes, it's time to hop aboard the topic train and got a few things that we want to mention to you as Auburn has a new head football coach. And yes, it's a former Ole Miss coach, but it's not Lane Kiffin. The Tiger is hiring Hugh Freeze, who was most recently at Liberty University, to take over from Brian Harson, who was fired on Halloween. Freeze last coached in the SEC while at Ole Miss from 2012 to 2016. Jackson State head football coach Deion Sanders has confirmed that he has been offered the head coaching position at Colorado. He also tells ESPN that he has been approached by other schools about other jobs. His uh, JSU Tigers are undefeated this season and face the Southern Jaguars in the SWAC championship game on Saturday. All right, taking a look at uh, some other news that is happening. Uh, and uh, Some of it, you know, not really hard news, but... One of them, no big winner in Monday night's Powerball drawing. Jackpot will jump to an estimated $65 million on Wednesday. Meanwhile, tonight's Mega Millions jackpot estimated to be $305 million. Uh, the Singing Christmas Tree, popular holiday presentation of First Baptist Church in Lafayette, has announced its performance schedule. Performances have been scheduled for December 9th through the 12th. Admission is free. For performance times and other details, visit FBCLAF. So let me do that again fbclaf.org forward slash tree. Uh, let's go ahead and get into some uh, rather interesting stories here. Uh, you know, as Mark uh, jumps back in here on the show. So police in St. Augustine, Florida, say a man 
Well, he felt at one with the crocodiles on display at a local zoo there because he was wearing Crocs, the shoes. Uh-huh. So you get it. Ah, uh, yeah, likes I get the it. Crocs, the shoes, and he mm-hmm. likes the Crocs, the animals. Okay. Well, maybe not anymore, the animals. I'll get to that in a second. Because Brandon Hatfield, that's his name, mm-hmm. felt so in touch with the reptiles because of his shoes and the fact that he was drunker than Cooter Brown that he decided to climb the fences and swim with his brothers and sisters. Oh, my gosh. Well, obviously, he was unaware that family violence is a thing in the world of Crocs, the reptiles. So he was bitten by at least one of his family. So he's recovering in the hospital, and he'll be charged with an assortment of crimes when he's released. Well, yeah. Yep, yep. What a dang fool. Yeah, Wait, was he was he drunk, Brandon? Um, They said he was drunk, yeah. He, he Okay. I was going to say, if he wasn't <laughs> under the influence of alcohol or some other type drug, yeah. he's, uh, he was drunk on life. Oh, Lord. But I mean, what a dead burn fool. Alcohol will make you do some stupid things. Ooh. All right, so Tina Delgado, um, some would say she's good at her job. In fact, she got $134,000 in a single year. But she got that money by embezzling it. She stole it. Hmm. So when she was confronted about her unique pay structure, she explained she had a good reason to skim the funds from her current company. Apparently, she owed her former company money for, you guessed it, embezzling. So she allegedly stole over $170,000 from them. So needless to say, somebody in Salt Lake City does not do background checks before they hire people. So you get it. She she embezzled $170,000 from one company, then went to work for another company and says that the $134,000 she made last year was to help pay back the other embezzlement. Lee. <laughs> Talk about some problem children. I know. Some people's children, man, even if they're adults. Yep, absolutely. We'll take this quick break. Be right back to wrap things up. There's a white Christmas in my hometown. There the streets are snowy, shining bright. And the lights on all the Christmas trees are burning For old Santa's sure to come this very night There are jingle bells and Christmas carols singing By the children who are walking in the street Folks are smiling and they're saying Merry Christmas For that joy in their hearts as they meet all the Christmas chimes are ringing in. The- All right, so, you know, we're working in the Christmas music here. And, you know, if you want to listen to Christmas music on your own schedule, all you have to do is go to the KPL News app. And uh, when you get to the uh, KPL News app, you're going to see a Christmas music icon. And you just click on that Christmas music icon and you can listen to all the Christmas music that you want to listen to. You know, we give you that option to listen to it how you want to listen to it mm-hmm. on your schedule. Brought to you by Christmas at Bridgepoint Farms, 115 Enterprise Boulevard, just off Johnson Street. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark, you got a favorite Christmas song? Oh, wow. That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh-huh. I do. If it's just that broad, uh, Brandon, I would say, um, oh, 
shoot, there's their silent night. Oh, holy night. Mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely gorgeous, and it yeah. and it captures the essence of Christmas. It's got that that religious slash spiritual feel to it. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, but, you know, to me, there's categories. That's a, a traditional song. And then there's the, I, I guess you'd say, the more modern. Mm-hmm. And the more modern, my more modern favorite is not really that modern. And it's Brenda Lee rocking around a Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah. Ragging around the Christmas tree. <laughs> so how about you? Um, Feliz Navidad. Is uh-huh. all all time favorite. That's nice. Um, Noel by Lauren Daigle mm-hmm. is very good as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, all I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's worked its way. I used to, for some reason, I used to not like it, but now I, I love hearing it every Christmas. So those mm-hmm. are definitely my three favorites. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there you go. Well, it is the Christmas season, and you know uh, there are some children that are just not as fortunate. And your opportunity, you know, today is really a, a special day. And, you know, when you look at um, what today is, today is National Day of Giving. And today is the perfect day for you to be able to give to Rosa's Angels. You know, we've teamed up with them here at News Talk 96.5 KPL. And here's Bernie to tell you a little bit more about them. How can you help a child in need during the holiday season? Roses Angels here at News Talk 96.5 KPL. We are teaming up once again with Robin McMillan of McMillan's Pub to gather gifts for kids in Acadiana who otherwise wouldn't be getting a gift this year. Robin helps to get presents for kids in lots of different groups throughout Acadiana. Boys and Girls Clubs of Acadiana, Casa, Arch, Smile. Other requests come in. Hundreds of children need help. Robin through Roses Angels is asking for help and we would be humble by what you could do. If you'd like to adopt a child, all you have to do is call Robin's number, 337-781-7069. That's 337-781-7069. That's 337-781-7069 to become one of Rose's angels. It's an easy process. Thank you so much from all of us at News Talk 96.5 APEL. And coming up next is the Moon Griffon Show. Joe Cunningham will join me tomorrow, as will Mark will be also in here for Winging It Wednesday. So very much looking forward to tomorrow's show. Until then, have a great one. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. A new report says 16 million Americans carried a firearm in November of this year compared to 9 million doing so back in 2015. And an overwhelming number, 3 out of 4 Americans, are using firearms for personal protection, not for hunting. While gun ownership is rising, it is especially in those states that allow citizens to carry concealed weapons without obtaining a permit or undergoing a background check. 22 states allow constitutional carry, and six others are considering the same. Now, it's been said the balance of power is the scale of peace. And what that means is that having a weapon evens the playing field between law-abiding citizens and common criminals. That's why more gun control laws don't make the country safer or more free. God gave us the right to life. Government's job is to secure that right, which is why the Second Amendment is so important. Return each weeknight with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Parr from 9 to 10 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I'm Susan Lee, and this is the Fox Business Report. 
Economists at Bank of America are now predicting a mild U.S. recession next year driven by weaker investment and consumer spending. But they're also predicting inflation will fall to 3.2 percent a year from now. Oil futures are trading higher with speculation China might ease COVID restrictions following protests there. Adobe Analytics says Cyber Monday likely broke records with more than $11 billion spent online in a single day. Adobe says big discounts gave shoppers relief from high inflation. AMC Network CEO Christina Spade has resigned after less than three months in the position. The company says it's still finalizing who it will name as her replacement. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette. The record surge of migrants at the border reaches the Supreme Court. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, and the issue being considered at a hearing this hour, if the Biden administration can prioritize removing some of those who came to the U.S. illegally over others. Texas and other Republican-led states are challenging that. Justices are not just considering that question, however. Also at issue is whether states have standing to sue the federal government over immigration policy. The states say they do, since illegal immigration burdens budgets. Lower court ruling struck down the Biden administration guidelines, putting implementation on hold. That's Fox's Jared Halpern. The four leaders of the House and Senate from both parties are going to the White House this hour to meet with President Biden about issues to address in the last weeks of the current Congress. The president is urging lawmakers to pass a bill to block a looming railroad strike next week that would halt freight and affect passenger and commuter service. He issued a statement. Fox's Kevin Cork reads. And I'm quoting now as a proud pro-labor president. I was reluctant to override the views of people who voted against the agreement. But in this case, where the economic impact of a shutdown would hurt millions of other working people and families, I believe Congress must use its powers to adopt this deal. The legislation would force rail unions that rejected a tentative contract agreement to accept it. Israeli police shot and killed a Palestinian man today in the West Bank after he drove his car into an Israeli soldier who was badly injured. There's a NATO gathering in Romania focused on more aid for Ukraine after Russian attacks knocked out a lot of power and heat and water infrastructure. NATO leader Jens Stoltenberg says we have delivered uh, generators, we have uh, delivered spare parts uh, and, uh, and the allies are in different ways helping uh, to rebuild the destroyed infrastructure. Two matches are getting underway now at Soccer's World Cup. The U.S. plays Iran later. The winner advances to the next round. The loser goes home. America's listening to Fox News. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. 
It's pro time because at Lowe's, it's Provember. Save big with inventory you can count on, like Flex products or DeWalt power tools starting at just $99. Plus, Lowe's MVPs members earn up to three times bonus points per dollar on select items. Save all Provember long. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. MVP's Pro Rewards Program terms and restrictions apply. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. Prices valid from 10-17-22 to 2-3-23 or until 